Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a uh, greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Must be exhausting, always rooting for the anti-hero. Happy New Year, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. It's Chris. Hi. What? Wow. <laughs> I'm real tired today. Not... <laughs> no song. I know. No Eminem? No. Oh, yeah. Wait, would that have been topical? Not really, no. <laughs> but I think you did Eminem last time? Oh. But guess who's back? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm really far away from you guys, it makes me, like, try harder to, to make you laugh. Sure. Um, yeah. But now that we're, we're all in the same room. Yeah. And you don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's kind of like how I'm in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a journey for you to get here, too. Oh, God. Do you want to regale the listener of what it took to get to Ohio just to do this podcast? Yeah. Only this podcast. <laughs> Barely made it in time for the pod. Yeah, I drove from New Mexico to Cleveland with my dog. Car broke down, uh, busted transmission, waited six and a half hours on the side of a road next to a, uh, like, one of those really stinky cow farms, mm. you know, that, like, don't quite smell like poop or, like, like uh, unwashed cow, but just, like, the scent, the kind of stuff that makes you want to become a vegetarian, really. Mm. Yeah. Just a terrible smell. Mm. Um, yeah, then got it, had to get a tow two and a half hours to Oklahoma city because I was in the middle of nowhere where every auto place I call like Subaru, like <laughs> city boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we don't work on that kind of thing out here. City boy. Um, that was like an old time gangster. <laughs> not, not great with accents. Uh, yeah, but, uh, was able to. Rent a car in Oklahoma City, got here, and, you know, really pleased to be with you guys mm. in this room. Wow. Quite a journey. Jeez, yeah. All for this podcast. I know. <laughs> this stuff happens to me all the time, though. I'm kind of used to it. It's just hmm. the it's just the year saying, you know, like one good story to end the year for you. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to have a newish transmission in my car. I'm trying to keep things All right, positive. well, don't spoil, your, don't spoil your interesting events quite yet. Oh, yeah. That, that <laughs> my it. new transmission. I haven't it, thought of them yet. It is pretty impressive that you made it here. I feel like that would be enough to just, for some people, to just move to like, Oklahoma City. It. Just, like, stay <laughs> just there for a couple days. Putting down roots <laughs> in between Amarillo and Oklahoma City. <laughs> uh, well, what are we talking today, Andrew? Uh, it's episode number 249. We're talking the year in review, 2022. Mm. What a year. Not yeah. bad. Uh, it went by quick, I feel like. It yeah. Did. 
Yeah. Unusually quick. Yeah. Uh, dare I say, not as bad as the last two years. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was easier in a lot of ways. Yeah, I got a theory on that. You're saving it? Yeah, yeah. Is this a tease? It's a tease. (laughs) I agree, but I think that there's there's something in the water with that. Mm. Okay, all right. Um, and then, so we'll, we'll talk about, uh, our categories. What are our categories, Andrew? Um, we're, t- we're talking movies, TV shows, albums, songs, video games, books, podcasts, events, and maybe some BOC. Reminiscing. Yeah. Yeah. You stick around to the end here. We'll do some, you know, retrospective on the year and big orange couch, break down the stats. Ooh, you know right. I keep them. I know. <laughs> no one likes to crunch a number quite like you. It's been the same doc since the podcast has started. I, I actually get a lot of uh, kind of joy out of hearing it because I, for me, it sounds like so much work that I'm like, oh, I get to have all this without having to do any of this work, <laughs> figure it out. Like, so it's nice. Huh? Okay. Well, good. Glad, glad I could uh, be of service. Um, Chris, as the guest, what category would you like to start for the year 2022? Um, Do you guys say 2022 or 2022? 2022. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. We, we we quit on 2000 once we got to the. I think. 20s. Uh, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 2000. No one has ever said 2020 for the year. <laughs> I'm just uttering it for the first time. <laughs> I think people have. No. No. <laughs> 2020? Insert clip here with people saying no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you could be right. I, I, yeah. All right, where do you want to start? Um, let's start with podcast. Hmm. Great. Yeah, I this, is, this is one of those. shooting totally. <laughs> just shooting from the hip. Wow. wow. Okay. Well, I don't, I mean, it, it's always, it's always, I mean, it's like, you know, polite to let the guest choose first for this kind of stuff. But it also kind of sets the tone, and it's tricky. You don't want to, like, necessarily start with a heavy category, like, sure. with a big category, or with a really boring category, like video games. Mm, sure. Or books, God forbid. <laughs> um, so, yeah, podcast. Ah, um, well, mine's not a big deal, but okay. uh, I don't even know if it started this year, but I caught onto it this year. Video Archives Podcast hmm. with uh, Quentin Tarantino and, like, the other guy who... Uh, co-wrote Pulp Fiction yeah yeah Um, yeah I just started listening to it um, but it's really fun to hear him talk to somebody who will like talk over him and argue actually argue with him about stuff like um, yeah it's just cool and they're talking about really like obscure movies that I most of them I haven't seen, um, so kind of interesting to find out about new movies and stuff. Hmm. I, I cannot listen to Tarantino talk. Mm. It's just like it's it really is nails on a chalkboard for me. He just the sound of his voice or what he's the saying. The sound, the speed in which he talks, <laughs> the the attitude in which he mm. talks of like kind of a know it all, which I'm, I'm sure yeah, he does. Yeah. I'm sure he knows it all, but it's not pleasant. It, I feel like I'm being assaulted with knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of what's nice about film having... Film yeah. yeah. Film yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Having his friend there is yeah. like, he's really... He, you know, sometimes like they're yelling at each other, uh, which is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Cool. What's go- video archive? Yeah, video archives. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll get a long it, drive ahead of me. Is, so is, isn't oh, that nice. the name of the store, the video store he worked yeah, at before yeah. he got famous? Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I think they, I think they run right now. Oh, really? In some capacity. Wow. Maybe it's just like a theater. Or, okay. Yeah. Where cool. Where is this? California. Hmm. Somewhere. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Southern California. Chris, what podcasts really hit you this year? Uh, it's a bit of a cheat, uh, because the podcast itself didn't start in 2022, but sure. there's like a whole new series for 2022. Okay. And it's, uh, you must remember this, mm. the, the erotic eighties, hmm. uh, uh, I don't know, series. Uh, you guys listen to this one? No, I know yeah. of it. Wow. I know that Joey would love it. I was excited to, in case you hadn't, mm. uh, listened to it. It's uh karina longworth the the host she's married to ryan johnson yeah uh i don't really care much for but she's definitely the i mean she's so smart and it's kind of like uh the smartest film criticism i've ever heard in podcast form and this was just a cool series because i don't know much about 80s movies like if i'm gonna watch an old movie it's almost certainly gonna be like a 70s or 40s or 50s kind of movie like i don't think of the 80s as like long enough ago per mm-hmm. se mm-hmm. i feel like andrew's maybe more into it i feel like there's yeah. a lot of good horror stuff yeah. in the 80s oh, yeah. and there's but there is a lot there's a huge section of film people who kind of scoff at the 80s yeah like, of this yeah. like this decade that just didn't produce much in greatness but uh it really has opened me up not only to the 80s films this year but just like 80s culture mm. like in a way that is not just like the songs on you know the like like quirky 80s one-hit wonder songs you know um but you know one one movie that i revisited that i never well not that i visited i'd never seen that she talks a lot about is american gigolo and i loved Mm. it loved it thought it was so good richard Gere, he's such a cool guy but it's super smart (laughs) such a cool guy (laughs) it's um it's it's really impressive to me when a podcast is good to me when it's just one person talking it's so hard to it's pull really off. hard to pull off yeah. and and it's this is like she's reading it you know it's, yeah. this, she like writes it yeah but it's um just uh, really enjoyable really compelling um super smart i i've like re-listened to episodes but yeah okay erotic 80s you must remember mm. this you must remember this yeah Okay. There's also um, uh, Erotic 90s is coming, mm. which I know will be a, a bigger favorite. But there's also a really great thing on like like Manson and California, Hollywood kind yeah. of c- culture that I think is, she's probably most famous for. That's cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm also not sure mine started this year. I've mentioned it on the podcast. Uh, it's a comedy podcast with a brother and sister, Vanessa and Jonah Bayer mm. uh, of saturday night live fame uh they're both from about 10 minutes from where we grew up uh the podcast is called how did we get how did we get weird um and every week they pick a well the guest picks a topic so they'll have a guest on um you know they recently they've had uh um jewel oh uh caught that one they've had um fred armison uh they had rob parvilla oh no way yeah he was on um an episode called remember your parents record collection was it good yeah he's always good well well 
just just a quick side note. You know, his monologues are great, but his interviews are often really bad, I think. Yeah, but they were interviewing him. Yeah, I wonder I just feel like maybe he's not a person who knows how to talk to other people was my kind of yeah. my operating theory. Yeah. Yeah, but, maybe. Anyway. But it's a fun podcast. I mean, it's mostly just people chatting, but uh they eventually get to it. And there is just so much Cleveland intertwined into it. I, I don't understand how anybody not from Cleveland listens to it. It's almost like insufferable, I think, if you weren't from here. Um, but it's very cool that there's, like, I'm listening, enjoying it, and feel like a connection to what they're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, so, yeah, how do we get weird? Yeah, you've talked about it. I still haven't listened to it. I keep forgetting about it, uh, but I want to check it out. They do have a Doug episode, Remember ah. Doug, with Jay Farrow, who is also on a Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Close call. Yeah. Um this isn't even a podcast. It's just uh like something you heard on internet. Radio. Se- <laughs> <laughs> it's an internet series that I just found this year. Okay. It's called Man Ben. It's a like a documentary series on these manga artists in Japan mm. and like follows them throughout like a day of working and then they kind of like watch the video and they're like just talking about the process or whatever, you know, I'm um, just talking about them doing it. Um, just really interesting though. Um, easy to watch and, uh, and cool. Fun. What's it called? Man, Man ben. ben. Man Ben. Okay. Man Ben. Yeah. Not the best name. No. I think it probably means something in Japanese that oh. I'm not like, aware <laughs> okay. of. Okay. 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 Fair enough. <laughs> you got a close call? Yeah, again, it's it's a little uh, awry. Um, it's not a podcast, but a radio show. Can that count? Sure. 2022 radio show. Sure. I think it debuted in 2022, but in uh, in the in the town I live in, there's a, a great radio station, uh, Kuru K U R U 891. Uh, you can listen to it on the on the internet. Um, and there's a, a show on Monday nights, nine to ten p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Peep Show. With a DJ named Saint Ranger, and it's just the best radio show I've ever heard. What are they talking about? <laughs> no, it's it's music. Oh, okay, okay. So I know it's not quite a podcast, yeah. but it like feels, you know, it's like there. I mean, she reads like poetry and like talks, you know, between songs. So it's you know, it's like a proper radio hour. But I really get excited for it every week. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so I don't know if like I don't know. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't count it any other category, and it was like a big discovery for me this year. So for sure, yeah. it, it goes there. Okay. Nice. I like uh, it. My close call did come out this year. Um, they only have one, two, three, four, five episodes so far, but it's called "The Life of the Mind," and it's an uh, a podcast series about a series about the Coen Brothers movies, hmm. um, oh. which. I think we've talked about before, like, if I could have any other podcast, I think that's what I'd want to do is just, like, do a breakdown of all their stuff. And so there's three three hosts, um, two guys and a girl, and they, uh, they uh, two of them, I think, are film critics, or they're writers, and um, they just talk Coens. I love it. Uh, the last episode, the Barton Fink episode, was really good. They had kind of, like, the foremost Coens uh, expert on his Conesman. name's yeah his name's Adam Naiman he wrote a whole book on them called um this book really ties the room together mm. and uh he's really really I mean incredibly intelligent and uh so I I'm not sure whether I love it or not yet because mm. it's so early 
but I love that there's a podcast about the Cohen. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, cool. the life, the life of the mind. Oh. You know, you know which Cohen movie, Cohen Brothers movie? That's a quote from. I don't know. I don't even. Who have says it? I feel like it's something John Goodman would say. Hmm. Yeah. And John Tenturo. Is it Lebowski? No. Think. Oh, mm. uh, right in front of my nose. I'll show you the life of a mind. <laughs> I'll show you the life of a mind. All right. Uh, do you have any podcast Ferguson's? No. no. Um, yeah, I do. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it, it's not like that I hate it. It's a, it's a podcast I listen to most days, but I'm never satisfied with it. And mm. it's up the NPR up first. Mm. It's like they're like 10 minute, you know, mm. here's what's going on today. And I feel like it's only like 12 minutes long and four minutes of it is commercials, you know, and I don't feel like I'm really learning much each day, but I still listen to it every day because it's like a quick one to get through. Mm. Um, it could be better. Could wow. I like the idea of like short newsy podcast. Let's get you caught up. But it's no today explained is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Wow. Okay. okay. I do not have a, I do not have a Ferguson uh, I did forget to post this as an option for listeners, mm. so, you know. I just thought of it the last second. It was like, oh, podcast. You know, we have yeah. we have been doing it for some reason. It just escaped my uh, mindset. Um, Andrew, what category do you want to go to next? I guess let's do uh, movie next. Ooh. Wow. I, like to, right. I sometimes like to save that, but... Yeah, no, know, I like it. What the hell? Pretty pretty great year for film. I oh, you think say. so? Oh, I wow. know so. Okay. Know uh, well, so. I'm interested to hear your favorites. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought it was all right. Um, but my favorite of the year was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, the universe he speaks of things. is so much bigger you than you realize. I could be. I just want to be here with you. Remember our mission concerning the fate of every single world of our infinite multiverse. There is no way I am the Evelyn you are looking for. Every rejection, every disappointment has led you here. To this moment. Just. Uh, and the most interesting, like, new movie I've seen in a while. Uh, really great visuals, of course. Uh, the story's, like, super interesting and, like, making you think about it all the time. Um, yeah, just a really cool, almost like a living cartoon at times. Yeah. Um, just, it's like they were just, like, really going for it with that. Um, really enjoyed it. It was just, like, it didn't slow down for a second, I don't feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a really fun, like high fast-paced like action-packed movie experience but also like uh more of a heady experience than you might get with your yeah uh, it with it, your top guns it was very like yeah very full of life and um i felt like good when it was over which yeah. a lot of movies don't make me feel like that yeah and um it almost reminded me of like a really zany 
90s movie, but they actually like pulled it. It was like so many of the 90s movies I watch where it's like, ah, they just missed it. Like <laughs> yeah, they yeah. what they couldn't quite get it, but I appreciate it and it felt like, oh, this is like a good 90s movie yeah. where it was like they had an idea and they actually executed. Yeah. It's uh it's a thesis on life. Mm. Uh <laughs> you might call it a burst of creativity. <laughs> and I don't know, at least for me, it was the type of art that made me want to go and create something great on my own. Mm. Mm. Nice. A smart person Very said thoughtful. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's from my letterboxed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love letterboxed. I review everything now that I watch. If you're not on letterboxed oh. and you love film, you got to get on it. And if you are on letterboxed, you got to add Joey because, yeah, you're getting, you're getting the goods on there. Um, you've cracked a thousand films you've, uh, wow. you've logged on there. Mm. Like, like gave a word review for no 248 uh, reviews yeah still quite a few yeah. um, no i i log everything i've list i've logged every movie i've watched this year 182 wow that came out this year no no no, oh, no listen to this how many how you told me the other day <laughs> 60 i watched 60 that came out this year wow that's crazy. i mean that's pretty yeah. incredible yeah. yeah not crazy impressive uh, you know it's like one every three days <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure where you're even catching that. Or one every Weird five days. Yeah. Half of my um, problem is I'm just like, oh, where where can I watch this now? Yeah. And I, if I can't find it, I'm like, yeah. Part of my problem is like, what do I want to watch? Well, you know, yeah, like, sure. Yeah. yeah, I aggressively, I mean, like most of the podcasts I listen to are film podcasts. I just really aggressively pursue it. Film gives me enjoyment. And, I mean, uh, are you going to the theater a lot? Yeah, or? I'll go alone or with, you know, with family, but... <laughs> Or if I have to drag the family along. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I go to the theater a lot. I just saw, what did I just see alone? The menu. Not so great. Yeah. Um, the Way of Water, have you seen that? No, I, no, I will not be seeing that. What? Uh, <laughs> You've seen 60 movies? You don't think that would crack the top 60? No. I bet it would. Well, no, it'd be, I rate everything. Yeah, I bet it would be not uh, the worst. Um, everything Everywhere All at Once was my seventh favorite film of oh. the year. Uh, also, Clayton, Jordan, Chris, Two Collins, and Logan's uh, favorite nice. movie. Um, yeah, it'd be, it would be in the top 60. You know, I'm sure it's not going to be the worst, but, yeah. you know, probably 40s, 50s. Hmm. Who knows? I just don't like it. I didn't like the first one. Must be a good year for film if, if uh, the masterpiece thesis on life can't even crack the top five. <laughs> well, I watched it a second time and it went down a half star. Wow. Didn't think it was as good on the second viewing, which really huh. knocked it. Jeez. Not only are you watching all these movies, you're watching, you're watching you're re-watching them. <laughs> hey, man. Um, no, I mean, I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm probably watching like TV that much, maybe. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can, I consume movies. TV, books, yeah, music, so do I podcasts. I feel like, but maybe not. I think when my brain goes idle, I get grumpy. Mm. Um, okay. Not us. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't relate to that. Uh, no. Uh, favorite brain goes idle. Favorite yeah. movie? Uh, my favorite movie of the year um, was The Northman. Mm, sure. Save you, mother. I won't kill you, Fiona. 
Northman. The, the, the Northman. The one that all the Nazis <laughs> love, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Is that the Ridley Scott thing? Was there was it Ridley Scott? Uh, no, it was Robert Eggers. Yeah, Robert who did the Eggers. the witch. I, I don't even know. About this and he did the lighthouse. It's um, it's like a like a Viking, you know, period piece kind of Viking, but kind of psychedelic, kind of like you know, a twenty four. Yeah. Did you see the Green Knight? Period piece. Yeah, very similar to the. No, I didn't see. Okay, okay. You still haven't watched the Green Knight, my favorite film of twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Please, please watch the Green Knight. It's like um, my favorite movie the last five years. See, I already am feeling like slightly paralyzed just by the number of things we've talked about already. We're like, <laughs> how am I going to... Please put the green Remember out of the top, all this top of the list. For green once in your life, do me a favor. All right, all right, all right. Uh, well, The Northman was also Jason's favorite movie of the oh, year. Oh, cool. Uh, and it's my 22nd favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little too uh, too arty for you, huh? No way. <laughs> I, 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 no, I, I, I did like it, but I haven't like enjoyed really thinking about it do you think it's a big test do you uh did you like uh that or the green knight better green knight yeah a lot more they're pretty um, s- similar they have some same vibes yeah similar yeah. vibes yeah yeah of being like yeah kind of weird heady yeah old medieval things yeah for sure who was the northman um well, you're just gonna have to watch well, I mean, no, I mean like the actor, whatever, or the main person. Uh, he comes from that famous was... family. Hold on, yeah, uh, well, uh, Alexander Skarsgård. I was gonna say uh, one of them, damn Skarsgård. Yeah. Okay. And he's great. Nicole Kidman's really good in it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite movie of the year, also Corey, Greg, Allie, Andy, Brett, and Amanda's favorite movie of the year, which is Nope. Did you know that the very first assembly of photographs to create a motion picture was a two-second clip of a black man on a horse? And that man is my great-great-grandfather. Great. There's another great-grandfather. But that's why back at the Haywood Ranch, as the only black-owned horse trainers in Hollywood, we like to say since the moment pictures could move, we had skin in the game. By Jordan Peele. I still haven't seen that. Still haven't seen it either. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I'm surprised I, I haven't seen it. I've looked for it and it's like on something I don't have. Uh, I was like, eh. um, Well, The Northman's on Amazon. Nope is on Peacock. Peacock. Give and... me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Listen, I don't have it. But um, no, Nope is, uh, it's a, you know, I don't want to give too much away here. It's, it's a West, it's a, a family that runs a horse ranch for Hollywood, uh, and weird stuff starts happening at their ranch, and um, yeah, weird stuff starts happening in the sky, and uh, it has like just a lot going on. It's really just like it's impossible, I think, to get bored during it. And I think there is a twist, kind of, and I it's like one of the only recent movies I've seen where the twist makes the movie substantially better than it would have been if it was mm. what you had thought it was. Like, it, it's so simple, but also, like, nobody's done this. Like, this is great. Mm. Um, so I think it's my favorite Peel movie. Um, what was that last one? Get it, um, Us. 
Yeah, us really slowed me down on wanting to see it because I so dis I was so disappointed by us. This one's yeah, this one's a visual feast. The acting, uh, oddly enough, Daniel Kaluuya, who's the star of it, uh, was also in my favorite movie from last year, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. That was your number one last year. Mm -hmm. Still is. Nightmare Alley's giving it a run, but Nightmare Alley um, was great. Really great. Insane. Well, I mean, it's fine. Oh, I loved it. Top movie, like nowhere, (laughs) not even close. That's my number two, probably. No way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, so good. Kiki Palmer's great in this. Steven Yoon. Um, yeah, I just uh, can't recommend it enough. It's, uh, of, like, the cool movie stars. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is trying to say a lot. Like, I think Us ran into, like, it was trying to say so much that it just, like, fell apart by the end. Mm-hmm. In this one, it feel, felt like he figured out how he wanted to say what he wanted to say um, without it being, like... Uh, like, the ending of Us really, like, has to, like, vomit it up for you. Yeah. And this one, it, like, you know, you either get it or you don't, which I think people would. So. Um, great movie. Nope. All right. When I saw, like, the, the landscapes of Nope, I thought it was going to be set in New Mexico, which made me really mm. excited. Yeah. Cause it looks like, but then when I realized it was California, I'm like, ah. Uh, yeah. Phew. It's still very pretty, but, yeah. Um, okay. Close call film, Andrew. Yeah, uh, you're probably not going to like this one, but my close call is A Christmas Story Christmas. Oh, wow. Uh, the I, didn't, I didn't see Christmas that one. Christmas Story sequel. <laughs> wow. Um. If revenge is a dish best served cold, this was a frozen dinner. There's no way I'm going to kill myself for this. It's crazy. Hey, Schwartz, I triple dog dare ya. Oh, if Schwartz backed down now, he could never show his face in Flick's Tavern, or perhaps even in Homan, ever again. Oh, I, I did just like, coming. really? No. <laughs> uh, I almost didn't even watch it, but then I saw it was on HBO Max, so I figured it's got to be like sort of good, probably. Uh, just way better than I expected. I thought it was going to be like. Just a re, basically a rehashing of the same events that happened in the first movie, like maybe with his kids, but uh, like just defied my expectations at every turn. Every time I thought, "Oh, it's going this way," uh, went some other crazy direction. Yeah. It was it was very good. Okay, very good. I've seen it on HBO, <laughs> and just that poster is like mm. I can't. Yeah, watch this. sure. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> a couple of good, really good, like physical gags that. Made me laugh. Uh, okay. So. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess I'll check it out. So you're more <laughs> likely to check out A Christmas Story Christmas than Way of the Water, Avatar 2? Yeah. The most, the highest mm. grossing, uh, the sequel to the highest grossing movie <laughs> at some point? Ever, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like Avatar. I don't like watching movies that look <sighs> like video games. Okay. Just don't like it. Did you love it? I've never seen it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Stumping hard for it. <laughs> well, I just figured movie guy would be... James Cameron just does... has. N- I don't even want to go down this road because it's going to be so blasphemous. But, like, I don't love his movies. Mm. You haven't yeah, I mean... taken his master class? No. On how to make a great film? No. Well, got it. Got it. Hope I had got a, got a gift receipt for that uh, <laughs> that uh, New Year's gift for you. Well, all right, I'll take it. Um, uh, Titanic, I feel like was the 
is like the line in the sand. Either you like, love Titanic and everything that's come after, or it's everything that's come before. I like Titanic and almost nothing mm. else. Uh, Get out of here, would you? It has a heart. Get out of Titanic. A heart that's missing in like oh, Terminator gosh. and Terminator Alien. Terminator 2. Actually, he, break. He, he didn't do the first Alien. He did Aliens. Yeah. And he, Alien's very good. No. Yeah. Oh, it's very good. <laughs> Get one of the best sequels ever made. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Chris, close call. Um, my close call, you guys probably uh, figured it out, is going to be Black Adam. <laughs> Rambo, the Rambo. only other movie saw this year <laughs> exactly yeah no it's uh i don't know I, I'll, I'll say the batman mm, yeah. yeah no limits why did you write me what do you mean all those cards i told you we've been doing this together you're part of this we didn't do anything together we did what did we just do I asked you to bring him in the light, and you did. We're such a good team. We're not a team. I never could have gotten him out of there. I'm, I'm not physical. My strength is up here. I mean, I, I had all the pieces. I had the answers, but I didn't know how to make them listen. You gave me that. I gave you nothing. You showed me what was possible. You showed me all it takes is fear and a little focused violence. You inspired me. Out of your goddamn I thought it was great. Oh, great! Wow. Yeah, it was I very liked good. It, all right. I think it's probably mm-hmm. my favorite. I think I think it's I think it's my favorite Batman. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I came in with no expectations either. It was like ah, throw this on, and it's long, and I was like compelled. My my biggest complaint is like they were kind of playing up the whole detective angle, mm. but and the the uh, the Riddler was it not yeah. not the Riddler. Uh, was Riddler? it the Riddler? Yeah. The Riddler. Okay, Riddler. Yeah. His uh, his riddles, like, Batman, <laughs> seemed like he looked at each one for, like, five seconds. It's like, got it. Yeah. Like, that was no fun. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I really loved it, too. Uh, my eighth favorite of the year, if you're wondering. Uh, it's also Damien, Kevin, Kyle, and Josh's favorite movie of the year. Um, yeah, I think they nailed the tone. I think it's exactly... Like, looking back at the Nolan films... They're not. They're good, but they're not quite right. This one felt like it really hit it. Hit mm, that. Hit that geez. Gotham. Hit that Gotham tone. Eh. Okay. Colin Farrell as the Penguin. It was Dino. good. As good as Danny DeVito's Penguin, though. Well, I mean, different things. Well, different yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, sure. yeah. I think you can have both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, my close call. Uh, currently streaming on HBO Max. Mm, I can watch this one. Great. Uh, I've watched it. I watched it twice in a couple days because I could not stop thinking about it. Ah. Uh, it's called The Banshees of Inishirin. Mm. Now I'm sitting here next to you, and if you're going back inside, I'm following you inside, and if you're going home, I'm following you there too. Now, if I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. And if I've said something to you, maybe I said something when I was drunk and I've forgotten it, but I don't think I said something when I was drunk and I've forgotten it. But if I did, then tell me what it was. And I'll say sorry for that too, Colin. Uh, with all my heart, I'll say sorry. Just stop running away from me like some fool of a moody schoolchild. But you didn't say anything to me. And you didn't do anything to me. Well, that's what I was thinking, like. I just don't like you no more. Um... 
Yeah, this is a movie that stars Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson. It takes place in 1923 on an Irish island while the Irish Civil War is going on. Uh, Colin Farrell's best friend is Brendan Gleeson, and Brendan Gleeson one day decides he does not want to be Colin Farrell's friend anymore. Uh, and it becomes so paramount to Gleason that Farrell leave him alone that he says if he bothers him, every time he bothers him, he'll start cutting off one of his own fingers, like Gleason's own fingers. Um, and it's just, a, hmm. it's, I don't know, the tone of it, it's really funny, even though it's kind of dark. Um, it's by the same guy who did in Bruges uh, and Three Billboards. Um, love it. Just, I can't recommend it enough. Okay. Boy. I watched the first 30 minutes before I fell asleep. Not because I was bored, but because sure. I was tired. Mm. And I loved it. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. I will trust you. I wrote it down. So. I mean, nobody I picked it, it besides me, but The Banshees of Inishirin is... It's a hot pick. People love it. It's really... I mean, it's really good. Yeah. It's just a good film. Uh, the dialogue good. is... The second time I turned on the captions, because it was just a delight to read. Huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Ferguson? Yeah, my Ferguson. Probably on your top, whatever, 50 <laughs> list. Death on the Nile. I didn't see it. I think it came uh, out last year. Oh, did it? Yeah. Well, maybe it was at the end of it. I saw it this <laughs> okay. year. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, just uh, nothing, sort of. Mm. I felt like, you know, not not terrible, but just, like, didn't give me much of anything to okay. 2022. get into. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you have okay. it. Okay, all right, all right. Please. February 11th. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be in the style of, like, an older movie, but uh, I don't know. It just doesn't, like, it did, does, to me, it just doesn't work with the way things look mm. now in these, like, highly polished movies. Yeah. It just loses something. Um, yeah, so just a real mediocre one. Okay. Uh, yeah, did not see that one. You know, I know it got caught up in that army hammer cannibalism mm. stuff, and yeah. I think it got, you know, I think they, like, snuck it out. Like, mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay. Well, I just looked up my Ferguson, and it did come out in 2021. Okay. Mm. But, uh, it was, uh, Licorice Pizza. Mmm. Not that I hated it. Mm. I was just, like, so excited to see it. Mm. I was, like, really had high expectations, and I thought that... There were moments, parts of it I really liked, that the acting was good, but it just didn't add up to anything. It wasn't, like, funny or moving or touching enough. I just, like, felt like two people who should never be together. Like, why why do we care whether or not these two people are together? They're not well-matched. They're kind of selfish. And maybe that's, like, a kind of movie structure that works for people, but for me it's, like... I have no. What's my investment? But it doesn't matter. It's twenty twenty one. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, no, but it came out like you couldn't have really seen it almost until this year. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, it's you know Paul Thomas Anderson. I think like mid level Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my Ferguson is a no doubter. One of the most unpleasant theater experiences of my life. Not because of the people in the theater, but because of the film and like just wanting to leave so badly. Uh, which is Jurassic World Dominion. Hmm. Just a god-awful movie. Um, I'm a huge dinosaur nut. Love Jurassic Park. And even, you know, I like 2 and 3 and, you know, what have you. But this was just an abomination. Uh, 
a total failure to understand like what fans actually want and what a, fans a, want. a script dinosaurs yeah um yeah, and a script that did you see it no uh i just watched the second one this year i think which i thought was mediocre yeah the lost it's, world no, no uh, the second new one fallen oh. kingdom um yeah fallen kingdom's a little bit better but this one i mean like most of it's about bugs um like these giant beetles that are like swarming the earth come on it's bizarre like this is the same situation that i feel like some horror movies have where it's like how how do you screw this up like it's almost impossible just do the simple straightforward like thing that you think is going to be good people stuck on an island with wild dinosaurs (laughs) people like it (laughs) they have since the invention of cinema like in claymation dinosaurs um so just very bad uh but we we have some listener picks here Mm. Uh, my third favorite movie of the year was picked by marcus mike vince alex hannah and keith and that would be Top Gun Maverick, baby. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I didn't see it, and I feel like you had to see it in theaters. Yeah. I, there's no way I would have not enjoyed it if it's, I saw it. It's so campy, so fun. It knows how stupid it is, but also, like, the action is legit great. Yeah, I'm mm. bummed I didn't see it in theaters. Okay. I can do without it. Oh, no, you I never can't. saw the original. Can... Oh, I don't... don't need to see the original. Hmm. It's just, like, planes. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is about planes. You're not wrong. Um, other picks, uh, Mandy and Quincy picked Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, James picked uh, The Worst Person in the World. Um, Vaughn picked Moonage Daydream, which is the David Bowie documentary. Um, Candace picked Marcel the Shell. Uh, ben picked Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I keep meaning to get to that. Lauren uh, enjoyed Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Joey liked uh, my ninth favorite movie of the year, Barbarian. Hmm. Great horror film. Low, like, low budget. Yeah, very good. Very yeah, good. really fun. Um, NFL Super Pro liked Neil Young Harvest Fest documentary. Hmm. Uh, Stephanie enjoyed the new Scream, which was actually pretty, pretty enjoyable. Uh, Tim liked uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Which was I just sentence. learned that it existed like a week ago. Sounds cool. It's pretty solid. It's super depressing. Not for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, Ethan enjoyed Elvis. Uh, Marley liked Disenchanted. Mike liked the horror film X, which I thought was also pretty good. Uh, Richie liked The Bad Guys. Solid kids film. And Evelyn liked my 15th favorite movie of the year, The Black Phone. Mm-hmm. Still haven't seen that because it's on some weird thing. Um, cool. Yeah, that's it for movies. Interesting choices. Uh, uh, well, there's some other, a few oh, other okay, ones I just okay. wanted to mention. Okay. Uh, other close calls: Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Netflix one. It was all right. I mean, okay. you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, the Bob's Burgers movie was pretty good. Uh, Prey was like surprisingly oh, yeah. good. Prey was cool. You know, for something that I didn't think I was going to enjoy. Um, and the Hellraiser, uh, new Hellraiser that came out this year, pretty good for being for a Hellraiser movie. Yeah. Okay. The I guess two I would shout out would be Armageddon Time. It's a simple little movie. Kid in the 1980s in Queens, New York. Uh, 
Yeah, it's hard to. It's actually hard to sell. Uh, but Fire of Love is on Disney. It's a documentary about two Vulcan volcanologists who fall in love, and the entire film is shot by them. Um, and this was in the '80s and '90s, I think. Um, and it's kind of their story of like being this couple who go to volcanoes and film it. And the, I mean, the imagery is incredible, uh, and it, it is a very uh, intense ending to the film. Um, hmm. yeah. Uh, top grossing. Avatar. Top Gun. Oh, it's currently Top Gun. Maybe oh, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe Avatar will overtake it. Who knows? I mean, Top Gun was in the theaters for like it was like old school seven months, pretty much. You oh. know, like feel like you can probably still go see it. Jeez, that's the movie that brings us all together. Top it sure Gun. is. Do you see Tom Cruise jumping out of an airplane, being like, oh, "Thanks yeah. for coming to the movies <laughs> this year." Awesome. Yeah, I love. I mean, he definitely seems like he wants to die doing one of these things. Yes, but that's that's uh, exactly what my thought was. Like, wow, <laughs> he's just waiting for. He knows like it's statistically yeah. just inevitable that he's gonna, and that will make him a legend. Yeah, I mean, he's already a legend, but yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, one of my favorite categories this year, TV show. A mm. mm. lot of good TV this year, both yeah. brand new and old. Yeah. Um, well, mine it technically started last year, but it went into this year, so I couldn't have seen the whole thing until into this year. Um, I decided it's Station Eleven. Mm. Uh, so good. Really, really enjoyed that Um more like uh, the way it was written felt more like a book than a TV show. Um, yeah. Just like a self-contained thing, um, sci-fi. It's like a it's an end of the world type of thing, but better than that. Way, but yeah, way uh, better implies. Yeah, um, just a really cool and like threads that go between um, like eras with these different yeah. characters. Just a really cool viewing experience. I loved. The form, so it's on HBO Station Eleven. I love the formatting. I think it's ten episodes, but like you'd go almost like two or three episodes without leaving a storyline before yeah. you came back to it. But when you came back to it, it made more sense because you like went to these other places. Yeah. Um, very cool show. Yeah, looks it's, great. it seems like nobody talked about it, but yeah. It like well, yeah, well made, well acted storylines. That airport storyline is just one of yeah. my favorite things. Um, yeah, Station Eleven, great pick. Yeah. Thought the first two episodes were okay. Okay. <laughs> That's the type of thing where I feel like you gotta see it through. Yeah. To okay. Fully yeah. appreciate yeah. it. All right. Uh, my favorite was the rehearsal. Mm. Oh my god. So we started going on daily walks just to chat about life. But I was actually using these casual strolls to covertly implant every single trivia answer into Core's brain without him knowing. If you ever need to get in, the code is 1789. Oh, okay. Like the year the French Revolution started? Yes. Yeah, 1789. I'm not a big summer person. Uh-huh. And I'm not a big oh, shit. spring person. All over my DKNY pants. Donna Karen, New York, DKNY. Only in New York. <laughs> Building's looking pretty tall. It is tall, but it's not the tallest building in the world. That would be the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. The Burj Khalifa? Huh. Yep. The Burj Khalifa. Tallest building. What's going on here? It's a hostage situation. Guys, four people at gunpoint. Shot someone in the head on his way in. 
Oh my god, that's nuts. Oh my gosh. See, it's days like these that I curse the Chinese for inventing gunpowder. Wow. That's crazy. Oh my god. Well, good luck with you, sir. Good luck with the whole process. Oh my god. The prayers with the family. Um, I think that it was always going to be that, even though there are definitely things that I can critique about it. I think that I'm feeling Joey's going to go on some sort of diatribe about it here. And um, I'm not, so speak freely. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nathan Fielder. Yeah. For those who don't know. Yeah, I thought I thought it might be your Ferguson. No. Oh no, I like it. Uh, yeah, but like the well, yeah, it's you know it's a you know Nathan for you style. Kind of thing. There's a first episode that's kind of a standalone, and then everything else becomes part of the same story of like uh, giving someone a kind of um, experience of raising a child from from birth to age 18 and yeah. like six weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. They just get kid actors to keep yeah. replacing. And yeah, they, yeah. It's it's very. There's lots of things that are extremely funny. Um, in like kind of gaggy way or physical way about it. The dialogue is kind of accidentally funny in a lot of ways. As usual, Nathan Fielder kind of does such a good job of like when he's making fun of someone else to like eventually make himself the butt of the joke to kind of keep it from feeling really mean-spirited. Yeah. But I do think that there's like, you know, it, it leans over into kind of mean-spirited. It gets real, you yeah. know, like... um and I think that, yeah, it ends up being like a really human kind of feeling thing by the end of it, even if it doesn't really make you feel good. Um, it's just no one else could do something like that. Uh, it feels really big, uh, incredibly ambitious. feels like something, it's like Nathan for you meets Charlie Kaufman or something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, it's just totally up my alley. I could totally re- understand if someone anyone who didn't like it or that most people wouldn't like it but it was always going to be something i would love um I, <laughs> that was I, a deep I, breath i've <laughs> still only seen the first oh, okay. episode okay. um and it was just like it was almost maybe like whatever he's doing is like so cl- not really close but like close enough for me to understand that it's like too much for me to handle watching mm. this like i can almost like understand the Pro- the mental process of getting to this point and it like drives me sort of crazy witnessing it but you didn't have to do the I, the beauty of it is like it is a lot to think about but you didn't have to do any of the work yeah. you can just watch this guy's insane mind i can't work. help but think about every step of the way and like what how he got, got there, there yeah. and I'm like, God, this is... But the show, the show almost deconstructs into that. Like, the show almost becomes about the effort in which it takes to create something like this. Um, yeah, especially when he's, like, bouncing back and forth between... Yes. ...things. Like. Yeah. Um, it's... There's nothing like it. I think that's the biggest asset, is that there's just absolutely nothing like the rehearsal on television. Um, and it's fair enough that I think in an episode or two, you could probably know... Unlike unlike Station Eleven, where I agree, it's like you should see it through to the end because it's so satisfying. But I think on the rehearsal, if the first episode is abrasive to you, there's no reason yeah, to continue. Um, <laughs> don't don't power through. Yeah, yeah. I will know. Only gets uh, worse. I think it got renewed for a second season. It did somehow, like, which I have no idea what they do. And I've no. I, I feel like that's like his nightmare. I feel like yeah. by the end of it, it's like, why would I want to continue doing this? 
It's yeah. so it's funny. Miserable. Uh, in a year like when HBO's like just canceling yeah. stuff left and yeah. right, throwing out all kinds of crap, like they yeah <laughs> sticking it through. With yeah, I think it became kind of a water cooler show for weirdos. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, my favorite show of the year is uh, on app. Uh, Nathan for you's on HBO, or I'm sorry, the rehearsals on HBO. Uh, all HBO shows so far, but mine's on Apple. It's called Severance. Mm. Uh, Adam Scott, John Turturro, Patricia Arquette. Just um, it's a show about people who can, when they're at work, they can they only know about their work life, and when they're at home, they can't remember their work life. They only know their personal life, um, so they cannot remember who they are outside of work. Um, it's really there's it just like stylistically, it's so appealing. Um, it's like sci-fi but not set in the future it's you know just modern day america essentially and there's a mystery at the heart of it uh there's you know this guy who's killed uh who worked at the place obviously they think he's just been fired since they don't know anything going out outside of work um and the mystery really builds to this pretty great crescendo by the season finale uh it's been picked up for season two which i'm really excited about um ben stiller uh directed it and man he's just an underrated director. Yeah. I mean, from the Cable Guy days to now. <laughs> reality ben, Bites. Reality Bites. Um, yeah, he's just like, he is actually a very good director. Uh, and I think he nailed it with Severance. Did you ever end up watching it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was really good. I was especially, I was sort of ex- worried that the setting was going to get um, old. Yeah. But they did a good job of like, switching out of it and yeah and even like they as the season went they you started journeying into other parts of the building and there's some like weird parts too um yeah yeah very good severance cool uh close call oh wait uh severance was also marcus jordan Allie, and elisa's pick what was your favorite i don't don't think anybody else picked the rehearsal okay no one picked the rehearsal no weird all right uh close call uh, my close call is The Sandman mm. uh, series on Netflix. I embarrassingly have never read the comics. What? So I don't know how good they, I don't know how good of a job it did at portraying them, but I really enjoyed the series, uh, especially for a Netflix series. It was just like, uh, just looked great. It, it like super high budget on every level, basically. Um, looked awesome. I loved it. Uh, glad i think it's been renewed for a second season so i'm glad of that um so yeah yeah um you and logan are very in sync that was his favorite Mm, uh, show of the year Uh, i have not caught it so no no thoughts really surprised that you're not like a sandman it seems up my alley yeah i just somehow have not gotten to that uh my close call is The bear. Mm, yeah. Uh, it's kind of the opposite of the rehearsal for me. Like, I, like, flew through that show. I mean, I guess it's tense. Um, but it's the rare show that I binged. To, mm. That's never something that I'm able to do. And I just, yeah, really liked it. About, you know, uh, uh, a beef shop, you know, in Chicago. Yeah. Did you, did you see this one? Yeah. You like it? Yeah. You like it? It's my close call. Loved oh, okay. it. Yeah. 
It's it's on Hulu or FX uh, Hulu. Um, yeah, so good. This kind of like world class chef coming back to save his family's restaurant, even though nobody actually wants him there. Right. Um, he's like super pretentious, and these are just normal, you know, sh- blue collar Chicago folk. Yeah, but they know what they're doing too. Yeah, chef. Yeah. They're not just not. They're just not normal. They're normal in a way, but you know, they're yeah. extraordinary no, 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 in yeah. other ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As we come to. Think. Yeah, just a very good uh, sort of down to earth type yeah. show. Great cast, great uh, chemistry between the actors for sure. My only mo- very minor complaint is it's a little clean for uh, back of a restaurant. It's just like seems like clean all the time, and their clothes are always clean. It's like, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, that's all. Though. Okay. Okay. It was also Candace's uh, favorite show of the year. Um, yeah, same thing. I, I almost can never binge a show, but. Like right through this. Had to had to next episode. Yes. Throw it on. Yes. Um, and that one shotter episode where it's all one shot in the back of the kitchen when, mm. like, they get popular and yeah. they gotta fill those orders. <sighs> what an episode. Um, yeah. Okay. So that was my close call. Um, any other shows you want to shout out? Yeah, I got a whole list of them. Okay. Um, Welcome to Flatch. I have enjoyed. I told you guys about that. I don't know if you watched it. Um, Tokyo Vice. That was pretty good. Outer Range, I really, oh, really yeah. liked. Uh, Josh good Brolin sci-fi. Show? Yeah. yeah. Um, Enjoyed the first episode. I, I would say go through it. It's very I good. I thought it was going to be like almost based off of the whole story from the radio show. Yeah. But it's not really. Yeah. Uh, Dark Winds. Um, the, oh, uh, this Fool. House of the Dragon was pretty good. The, uh, the Lord of the Rings series came out this year. Um, the Interview with the Vampire series, very mm. good. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh. Guillermo del Toro. Um, Loved it. Yeah. That was Tim's favorite. Nice. Uh, there was like two episodes that I loved above the rest. Mm. Can I ask which two? I, the first one. Yep. And Tim Blake Nelson. I think the second last one. Where they're in like some kind of bunker type play. It's like red. Oh yeah, uh, that was oh, made boy. by the guy who made Mandy. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean that was very, <laughs> she's very cool. Very, very good episode. I to me it seemed like a successful. There's been a lot of these kind of anthology, Twilight Zone yeah. wannabe shows, and this felt like not perfect, but genuine yes. and like. Every episode was done by a different kind of auteur. Yeah. They handed it over. Give us a weird story. Guillermo del Toro introducing each episode is very cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Quality wise, I think it's closer to me to the original Twilight Zone than anything. Yeah. Writing wise. Any one of those other shows. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's all. Any other shows you want to shout out? No, I don't really watch TV. Okay. Mm. Uh, we Own the City on uh, HBO was also Joey and Quincy's pick, but uh, mm. I really enjoyed that. It's about the Baltimore Police Department by the same guys that did The Wire, but uh, you know. somehow that just slipped under my radar. Mm. I mean, good. I like this that guy shows. Yeah, whatever. no, it's it's really good and it's tight mm. and yeah. It, yeah, I like to check that out. Yeah, The Staircase was a bunch of fun on HBO. Um, I think I was avoiding that for some reason. Colin Firth. Not a Colin Firth fan? <laughs> Not particularly. <laughs> I don't know if it would turn me off of it. Uh, it's based on a real-life murder of this like author who people think he killed his wife, but 
you know, he claims you fell on the stairs and whatever. Uh, and, and I love that for you with Vanessa Bayer. Again, uh, it's a show on Showtime where she plays. She did have cancer as a teenager, and then she uses that uh, to pretty much get like what she wants in life. Like she she doesn't have it anymore, but she lies that she does. Uh, in, to, in particular, to get a job on QVC. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a pretty pretty funny show. Um, yeah, any Ferguson? Uh, yeah, my Ferguson is the Resident Evil show mm. on uh, Netflix this year. Just no good. This is one of those things that they just cannot just, like, deliver exactly what the games are, basically. I mean, the games, like, already have pretty good stories written in there. You barely have to do anything, but they just cannot quite deliver that experience. Hmm. I don't know what the deal is. It's a cool title, too. Resident Evil. Yeah, and it's ripe for all kinds of cool things, but just can't do it good. My Ferguson is related. It's just like TV reboot culture. Hmm. It just like seems like every other show that comes out is a reboot, a spinoff. Uh, you know, come on. Sure. Where, yeah. where's, where's that American ingenuity? You know what? I don't even mind if it's really good. But what makes me really annoyed is like you're the taking the easy idea right, <laughs> right off the bat, and then you're not even going to make it as good as possible. Like what the hell? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, mine is one called The Offer. It's a show about, um, and this uh, was Ethan's favorite of the year. But uh, it's a show about the making of The Godfather uh, with Miles Teller. And um, hmm. I was pretty excited for it because it's like kind of this legendary story of like how many things had to happen in order for the Godfather to be made. But uh, it felt, and no offense to Ethan, but like it felt like watching a Wikipedia hmm. entry. It was like so by the number. Yes, mm-hmm. by the numbers. Like then this happened and like cut to this. Um, so a little bit of a letdown. I was hoping it would be better. It's probably good if you're like a super Godfather nerd. Maybe. You just want to. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Slurp it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, other picks. Um, and I'm just reading ones that came out this year. Uh, Winning Time. Some show about the Lakers dynasty. I, I watched the first few episodes. I liked it. Yeah, that was Kenny's. I'm, Kenny's pick. I'm just a. Uh, uh, is it John C. Riley? Yeah. Just a big John C. Riley guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Stephanie like Moon Knight on Disney. Hmm. Uh, Kyle likes Slow Horses. Uh, different Chris liked Obi-Wan. Um, Damien liked Andor. Uh, Colin liked Our Flags Mean Death. Um, Evelyn liked The Midnight Club. Corey liked Blockbuster. Greg liked She-Hulk. Clayton liked Strange New Worlds, Star Trek. Uh, Brad like Brad and Kevin liked Dahmer. Uh, ben liked The Tulsa King. Lauren, Amanda, Colin, and Alex all liked The House of the Dragon. Um, and Teddy, Andy, and Zach all liked Wednesday. Yeah. Adam's family series. Um, did you or did either of you guys watch uh, Our Flag Means Death? No. Neither did I. Um also, you know, it, it, I just remembered another show that I think came out this year. It's called Reboot. Yeah. A, on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. I've been enjoying that, you know. Yeah. Cool. It's no this fool. Have you watched that? Accidentally, I think. Oh, I like this. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, before we move on from TV, I, it was a 
a very good year for re- like um, shows that already existed. Mm. Special shout out to season two of White Lotus. Um, yeah. it, it, the last season of Atlanta was like one of my favorite things I've watched mm. in a while. Yeah. Um, Reservation Dogs was great again. What We Do in the Shadows was great again. Yeah. Um, FX essentially is FX and HBO are yeah. killing it. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Um, Chris, where should we go next? To do uh, songs. Sure. Mm. Um, yeah, this year my favorite song is uh, Lawn. It goes mad. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's a, an original or a, or a cover. Or whatever. I mean, it's original. But, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just uh, liked this song in the context, I think, especially of the other stuff. Mm. Um, I just, like, I don't know, it sounded a little different, and uh, it, I feel like I had a similar experience um, with uh, Atlanta this year, where I was like, I don't know about this at first, and then as I'm ta- getting it in context with the rest of the stuff, I'm like, no, I do really like this. <laughs> um, so, cool. yeah, that's my top one of the year yeah dang cool also very (laughs) cool uh album art uh just throughout the year i just want to mention i've been enjoying that as well appreciate that that's really the fun part (laughs) (laughs) um cool okay lawn gomez adams uh i kind of forgot to pick a favorite song even though i just picked that category you you have a playlist i have a playlist i have a top 13 well, what's your top of the 13? <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. Um, do you want to just do your 13 and just that be your song? Yeah, okay. yeah I'll do my 13 in no uncertain order, uh, although I put these in order. Uh, Love Farewell, Jake Xerxes Fussel, Big Time Angel Olsen, Just Like Honey, Charlie Crockett, Lone Ranger, Juliana Riolino, Hawks Don't Share, Carson McCone, it's Treachery, Austin Leonard Jones, son of Tommy Lee. Really? Good to Go, The Delons, Miracles, Alex G, State Bird, Christian Lee Hudson, Hoodie, Ari Lennox. Maybe that's my favorite. It's like the Which one? Hoodie by Ari Lennox. It's like the only kind of like R&B uh, kind of song on here, but I just got into a phase where I listened to that like five times a day for a while. Uh, Abilene by Plains, which is uh, Waxahachie and Jess Williamson. Mm. And uh, Billy Toppy by Men I Trust and Change by Big Thief. Picks. I don't know any of them. I don't think. But. Well, it's I, I've found that like I almost need to like examine this for most of my best songs list over the last few years are almost all female singers. Hmm. 
and I, and I tried to make it more even, but I think like only like two or three of these are dudes. Yeah, Alex G, one, two. No, that's, that's not true. There are five. Five of the 13. That's not bad. But yeah, I would uh, yeah encourage anyone to listen to any of those songs. Great. Yes, great. Uh, well, you named my favorite song of the year. Mm. Uh, it's a song called State Bird by oh. Christian Lee Hudson. Are they siblings? Are they dating? Is the game that we play at the festival in Kentucky? fun lyrics um you sent it to me earlier in the year being like i feel like this is a joey song and like the second i heard it I was like oh my god i know this surprising that you didn't send it to me yeah yeah some uh, someone sent it to me oh okay maybe thinking i was you <laughs> okay um well he's i mean he's great christian lee hudson's great um uh get the old band back together again's like just an all-time great song but uh state bird is you know just kind of in my wheelhouse of like melodic the chord changes are kind of what i like and um you know if you like what you're hearing here check out christian hudson uh the album's called quitters and uh there's a couple of really good tracks on there um, strawberry lemonade's really good um, especially in the summer <laughs> you got it yeah uh close call uh, my close call is uh, called Anti-Glory by Horse Girl. in the video or the, actually in the band I'm assuming so but uh, just uh, kind of like rough raw-ish sound what are uh, they called? Uh, Horse Girl oh Horse Girl yeah uh, someone sent us a link saying like I think you'd like this oh yeah. cool <laughs> yeah nice. Horse Girl yeah cool yeah. was it Candace? <laughs> no no a listener <laughs> not to uh, I mean no Candace is a listener no not really uh, <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the friend of the pod. Sure, friend of the pod. <laughs> um, I don't know if I get uh, a close call because I already named thirteen songs. But uh, <laughs> oh, okay. the, the one that was almost on the list is a song called "Miracle Crush" by Bar Italia. And the only reason it didn't, well, maybe it was kind of, you know, close to the list anyway, but it's got like a 40 second, like, dumb intro. You know how songs do that? Just like people talking or some noise and stuff. Let's just do away with that stuff. <laughs> no, no one likes that. At the beginning of the song? Yeah, like, yeah, nobody likes that. If it's like eight seconds, fine, but yeah. like 40 seconds for a three minute song. There's just no time for it. There's no time for it. And nobody got time for that. <laughs> um, my first. Close Call is a song called Down. 311. Yeah, you got it. I just can't quit it. 
You know, I like to come original. Uh, no, it's a down by a band called Lawn. Uh, L-A-W-N. Oh. Um, I've got something here worth holding to and I am down. Focus on the street like the vagrant days. There's a different Yeah, a lot of on here. Uh, really just catchy, jingly song. Um, I... Didn't, was not aware of them before this year. They have, I think, one album, um, and uh, it's very, very catchy. Uh, so yeah, down. A couple other shout-outs. Um, Easy on Your Own by Always. It's a really cool song. Uh, the Strange Boys by Paper Cuts. I really recommend Paper Cuts. Um, Casino by J.W. Francis. Oh my gosh, if you want to dance, and you like kind of guitar fun music jw francis is so much fun he has a song called casino which just like every time it comes on i just like shimmy my shoulders a little bit have fun um alex g runner uh, and miracles was very good um mapache man and woman um i'm a big mapache guy yeah mapache's really fun um go home by claude uh, there's this rock this like punk rock girl band called um gladdy and they have a song called nothing the chorus i just love it what would it be like to want nothing <laughs> just so good but it's like rocking you know um so just a couple of recommendations there um uh my close call down by lawn was also our listener kevin's favorite ah, song of the year nice um friend of the pod kevin or no okay. no uh not, i mean he's a you know I'm right. sure he's a good not guy. The, not the Kevin that you've met in <laughs> no. IRL. Yeah, right. No, he's he's not in IRL or on the pod, but um, great pick, Kevin. Um, I'm not going to read every pick listener sent in every category. I'm going to try to just hit some here. Uh, Evelyn picked As It Was by Harry Styles. Damien picked About, T- About Damn Time by Lizzo. Uh, Karuna, Richie, Elise, and Marley all picked Antihero by Taylor Swift. Clayton picked So Much Wine by Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, Allie picked Boxers on Backwards by Melissa Carper. Brett picked Out of Time by The Weeknd. Greg picked Edging by Blink-182. Vaughn, uh, very nice. She picked uh, Gomez Adams on Wine Time. Uh, And Jordan picked A Hair Dryers by The Smile, which is uh, the new Time York Johnny Green outlet. So I didn't know that. So that I was checking to see if it was the same song. Um, that Phoebe Bridger song is a cover of one of my favorite all-time mm. songs, "Handsome Family." Oh song wow! So much wine. That's cool. Which is probably my favorite "Handsome Family" song. Oh, now I got to check it out. Yeah. And that really boosts Phoebe Bridgers up the charts for me. I've always kind of she's liked very her. cool. She seems super cool, and that's that's a really really great great song. And her and Christian Lee Hudson are like best friends. Oh, he, fun. He, she like. They produce on each other's, and, and anytime you hear girls singing on his songs, it's her. Oh, yeah. huh. Yeah. Um, Ferguson? Uh, no Ferguson. Uh, yeah, uh, my <laughs> Ferguson is, um, let's see here, uh, let me look at my notes. My Ferguson is, uh, oh yeah, Machine Gun Kelly Emo Girl. Uh, <laughs> I mean... It makes me long for the days of Avril Lavigne. Like, that's a woman of substance. That's a woman of lyrical ingenuity. 
Um, I mean, I get that. I, I, I respect that he's kind of reinventing himself as like a pop punk guy and he's a Cleveland guy, so I can't root against him too hard, but, um, it's just as derivative That's bad. of a sound okay. as, could, as could possibly <laughs> yeah. be. And then on top of it, it's just like, I mean, not that emo means anything anymore, but it means less now that Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly has a song called Emo Girl. Uh, I didn't have one, but I'm going to go with that. Because that sounds <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah. Do you um, know it? Uh, no. It sounds exactly like... Well, did he, he play it on SNL? Yeah. Okay, with that pink guitar and stuff. I think so. I <laughs> okay. think that... Okay. I mean, that's his big song off that Yeah, bad. Album. Yeah, it all sounds pretty bad. But, um, Fell in love with an emo girl. Well, it's like distressing that people are like, oh, Machine Gun Kelly's bringing rock back. I'm like, oh, well then, let's just like call it off. Have you guys been to the 27 Club Machine Gun Kelly's coffee shop downtown? <laughs> I have not. Are you familiar with it? It's no. called the 27 Club, uh-huh. as in like all these famous musicians who die at 27? Yep. So, yeah, what an idiot. Yeah. Okay. No, I haven't, but we, we should go. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we should go. <laughs> I'm sure we'll fit right in. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, all right. Anything uh, else songs? Uh, most downloaded song of the year? Anti Hero. No. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is what it is. It's called Cold Heart P N A U Remix by Elton John and Dua Lipa. Okay, well, I listened to it and it's like God. Uh, <laughs> it's just like the worst of everything kind of put together. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like Elton John, but like, uh, it's just like clips of stuff, kind of like sounds being bombarded mm. at you okay? yeah okay um, anyway cool top downloaded gotcha andrew where are we going next um let's uh do video games heck yeah you know get it out of Finally. get out of here <laughs> um i didn't play any new video games this year but my video game of the year for me personally was bart versus the space mutants oh um, yeah the nes mm. let's go um God, what a nightmare of a game! (laughs) I don't think we ever like before. I was before this last year. I don't think I ever got past the very beginning of the second level. Um, Just one of those games that, like, as a kid, played over and over, doing the same thing over and over, and it never quite clicked. That's what I was just gonna say. Is it's weird because I remember playing it a lot and never getting far, but not really getting tired of it. Of yeah. being like, this game is good. <laughs> yes, it does. Some... I am bad. <laughs> I, yes, I must be bad. This game is good. I'm going to keep trying. The game's not even good. It just does It does some cool things, though. Like, some interesting things for the time. Like, the first level to stop these aliens, you're supposed to... You have to uh, spray paint all the purple objects as you're going through the level. Just an interesting wrinkle in the game, you know. Um, but... Like, as a kid especially, just terrible controls. One of those games that, like, was just maddening. I don't know. Felt like you should be able to beat it, but you sucked. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. Oh, I like but it. now I beat it. I oh, beat wow. it this year. Congratulations. Uh, I'm probably currently the best person on the planet at this game, I would imagine. Wow. Uh, not... <laughs> that exciting but uh, I, I, feel good I think about being it. the best at anything on the planet is pretty exciting <laughs> so okay. yeah I, I destroyed that I've been going back lately and like to childhood games and seeing if I could just finally beat it the Hell ones yeah. that like really pissed me off as a kid I'm like 
I just want to get this thing over with. <laughs> Impressive. stick to It's a big Slarian stick to Chris, favorite video game? Um, if we're doing that, uh, speaking of things that... Uh, well, I'm not the best in the world at it. <laughs> but I am routinely within the five best people in the world at it, which is the game Whale Trail. You guys ever I think you talked about this last year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you talked about Whale Trail well, last I was year. Gonna, I wasn't, wasn't going to uh, bring it up until you mentioned that, mm. you being the best mm. in the world. I've gotten better over the last year. Okay. Now I can consistently crack the top five pretty much wow. every day. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. Nope. It's it's nice people are allowed fun. to be great at embarrassing things, and that's great. This is the most, like, I mean, I may not be the best whale trail player in the world, but I'm almost certainly the oldest. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Good okay. distinction. Yeah. Um, well, my video game uh, pick came out in 2018, but it didn't become popular, I feel like, till this year, which is Wordle. Mm. Oh, yeah, Wordle. I mean, oh, huge sensation. Sensation. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still fun. I'm not like, I don't do it every day anymore, but like every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, let's do the Wordle today. You ever get it on the first shot? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, me either. A couple, couple people have sent me theirs, which I would do too. I bet they sent like... 50 people that same text like i'm not sure man got on the first shot unless space There's... i always use space first uh but I, don't... I don't like when people use the same word first <laughs> okay <laughs> what's the difference <laughs> just it, it feels like you're not in the spirit of the game like oh maybe let's let's just you're not even trying to get it on the first try i do a different word every time i think brett does roast every time yeah i change it every words time. okay well I'm, do you like Wordle? Never played it. My parents uh, do it. Great. Uh, but It yeah. is fun. Feels like, Good way to start the morning. Feels like one of those things that would, for me personally, would quickly turn into like an obligation. Where every morning I'm like, I gotta do the... No, 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 no. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, Wordle. Huge sensation. Uh, also, Jordan's pick for video games. Uh, <laughs> uh, close call. Uh, my close call was Bart's Nightmare, a <laughs> Super Nintendo yeah. Simpsons game. Uh, equally, maybe even more maddening. Yeah. Um, you know, for the first time, beat all the mini games inside of it. Um, oh, the mini games are so fun. There's the for anyone who knows this game, the Indiana Jones one. Bart's like jumping from block to block, just a nightmare, <laughs> an absolute nightmare. Well. Hence the name of the game. Yeah, yeah. There they got go. it right. Okay. Go. <laughs> I should have known when I picked it up. Cool. Anything? No. Okay. Whale, whale Trail or Bucks? <laughs> <laughs> should we just count on Whale Trail for 2020, uh, 2023? Mark it. Okay. Uh, for mine, it's another mm. app or website game uh, called Framed. Mm. Framed.wtf. Uh, and it's you get a picture from a movie, a still frame, uh, and then you have to guess. You get six guesses. Next picture, you know, keep guessing. And that one, I get one, the first one a lot. Uh, that seems up my alley. I haven't done it yet. But. Yeah, it's really fun. Frame. W. In fact, the ones that really screw me up are usually anime, mm. where it's just like I have no shot here. Oh man, I feel like, like that would be the easiest thing. 
Um, if I knew, you know, if I knew the movie. I got spirited all. away. Everything else was like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, framed.wtf is actually very fun. Hmm. Sounds fun. Uh, listeners' uh, picks Keith and Brett both picked TMT Shredder's Revenge. Mm. Yeah. You know that one? Yeah, we played it with Kevin. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, we've played it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. my close call, because that's the only other game <laughs> yeah. I've played this year. It's pretty fun. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a little repetitive, pretty but similar yeah. to the old yeah. games. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mike picked God of War Ragnarok. Uh, Corey picked Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, Evelyn picked Stray. Um, Kiaz Clown picked Should Have Been Vampire Survivors. Um, James picked Norco. Um, get these hands picked Dying Light 2. Slimy's Dream picked Deathloop. Clayton picked Chained Echoes. Joey picked Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Teddy picked Stray as well. NFL Super Pro picked Elden Ring. Karuna picked Sims 4 Seasons. Alex picked Destiny Warriors 9. Kevin picked Tunic. Tim picked Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, and Kyle picked Mario Aces and Sasquatch. Hmm. Wow. You know any of them? Not. I mean, I'm aware of Mario, but I don't. I don't know that game. Okay. Is the game know? called Mario Aces and Sasquatch? That's what it sounds like. like. Those I aren't three. Oh groups. no, no, no! Two different games. Oh, 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 oh. Mario Aces and oh, oh, like, oh, oh it's like, like tennis. Bad. <laughs> 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 I gotta get back into video games. <laughs> Um, best-selling game of the year. You're not going to guess it. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh, I was going to guess uh, it. on the tip of my tongue. I mean, a Call of Duty yeah, game sure. is guessable. Sure. All right. Uh, let's move on to I Can't Wait Any Longer. Interesting event. Wow. Okay. Boy. Um, my top one I decided on was the first successful heart transplant from a pig to a human. For the first time ever, a man with a life-threatening heart disease successfully received a new heart from a genetically modified pig. Surgeons at the University of Maryland performing this groundbreaking procedure on 57-year-old David Bennett Sr. You see him right there. This is now giving hope to doctors and thousands of patients waiting for organ transplants. That was a pretty significant advancement, probably, in heart transplants. I mean, if you can... A pig to a human? Yeah. Wow. I knew they tried a monkey in the mm. 80s. Mm. And it lasted, I think, 16 days. Yeah, I didn't get how long this per if this person's still around now mm. or what. Um, but it, I don't know. All these advancements. Seems like 50 years from now, it'll be like a whole different world. It'll be like Back to the Future 2, 50 years from now. The worst uh, Back to the Future? The absolute <laughs> best. <laughs> you, think, uh, you think you would uh, take a pig heart? Over not living? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. What's the what's the downside? I don't know. I don't, you got a pig heart. He, what, does that, what does that mean, though? Like, what, he, why is that bad? He, he lived for 61 days. Oh. 61. Okay, pretty good. Six, two months. 60 days with a pig heart or just dying with well, dignity? Well, that was... <laughs> well, what... Well, God. it's for the greater good yes, of science. Yes. yes. Is it? And, well, and if it works, not, it's you know, for science. Are you ever dignified... Is there a dignified death out there? Yeah. What's a dignified death? Uh, death in a tuxedo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's oh, how I'm boy. going. Yeah. Uh, my favorite event of the year. I don't know. I had a pretty good year. Good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like Tried some new things. Uh, had, did some great travel. Got to go to Europe. 
which was cool to do like solo travel. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I nailed it. Yeah. I feel like I, you know, traveling by yourself can be scary, but, um, you know, it's all great music, put myself out there, had some embarrassing snafus, yeah. social, uh, you know, snafus, but, uh, Good and I, and I really feel at home where I live, and I was worried about that. I feel like I've like finally found a place where I'm like, this is for me. Like this, this, this feels wow. good. So that feels really good. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's incredible. It's no pig heart, but incredible year. <laughs> I mean, I did. Uh, I wrote. Uh, I got two things published this year. Wow. Which feels good, and one of them, as uh, 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 I, I was angling for. Um, um, it being good enough that I could convince this place to fund this trip to mm. to Rome next year, and I got that. So wow, that was cool. That's, That's awesome. amazing. It feels I'm it feels that like you should eliminate this from the podcast. It feels like I'm bragging. Yeah. Uh, it's no, awesome. Sometimes you should brag. Yeah, you know, that's nice. Love it. Um, well, I went with the first images from the James Webb telescope. Six months after the most powerful telescope ever made launched into space, the team inside the Webb Space Telescope's flight control room is preparing to reveal what astronomers all over the world have been waiting for for decades. The telescope's first full-color images, which are expected to be light years more impressive than the test images released last month, and will include the deepest image of our universe that's ever been taken. Oh yeah, uh, which yeah. was the summer, and it just feels like uh, we're gonna see a see stuff we've never seen before, which is really exciting for humanity. And yeah. I love space and images of space. This has been well documented on this podcast. So yeah. James Webb is pretty exciting. Did it bother you that those were like kind of colored and, no. you know, like, like Instagramified, yassified, <laughs> if you will? Um, I mean, I would happily look at the raw images, but you know, I think they're probably trying to match it as close as is realistic. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, I mean, it's we NASA. Gotta, I would, we gotta t- take their word for it. Yeah, I guess so. But either way, it looks incredible. It looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I do love the being. The feeling of being humbled by the size of yes. those images. Yes. I'm just like, just good grief. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a true speck of dust. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 Not even on the radar. Uh, that was uh, James Webb was also Tim's pick. Nice. Um, before we move on, uh, as we do now, uh, it's time for a dino count. It's time for your. Mm. 2022. Um, So it was a great year for the discovery of dinosaurs. It appears that 37 uh, types of dinosaurs were discovered this year, seven of which in the United States, including the the Obitoterosaurus, the Ibrania, the Malafisa, um, the Mararaxes, Papilioventor, uh, Paratherolozenosaurus, excuse me, uh, and Sierra Ceratops. Oh, and, Tyrannos- and Tyrannosaurus Imperator, um, to name some. Uh, 37, pretty good year. Seems about average now that we've looked. I, the first year was 15, the next year was like 45, so that maybe like somewhere in between is pretty normal. incredible, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, we're just 
discovering these at this rate every year still. It's pretty, pretty yeah. crazy. I feel like it's time to do away with the Latin, though. It's, yeah. it's 2022. Let's call them, like, something you can remember. We don't have to, like, squint. Maverick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Rebel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like Monster Truck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think that would be good for marketing. And, I mean, Latin is so dead of a language. It's just, why are we hanging on? Yeah. I'd be for it. The change. Yeah. You know, what the hell? There are cool names out there. They're just, like, not the most famous. Draco Rex. How about, like... Baryonyx. Like a Native American... Like, Native American Mm. language. Mm. That'd be cool. Or the language, like, come... It's named for a language that's local to the place that it's found. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. That would make sense. Because I think the counter-argument would be, oh, that'd be too chaotic. More chaotic than, like, some, like, 12-syllable thing that you, like, no one can pronounce? Yeah. No. It's a fair point. Yeah. Um, okay, so thanks for indulging me. That was the Dino Count. Uh, close yes. call? Uh, my close call was the first fusion reaction producing more energy than it took to create it. Oh, wow. Yeah, this year. That's good. Uh, happened the last few weeks or whatever. Sure. Um, pretty incredible. I mean, potentially incredible. If yeah. they can actually, like, make fusion work, uh, that's it for... I mean, the, inter- the entire world would change, like, so fundamentally. It'd be mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. That uh, seems like a big deal. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's, yeah. Every, the, the criticisms is, you know, they've been working on it for a while. Yeah, but really only like 60 or 70 years. Like, that's not that long. Right. You know? Not in dinosaur time. Yeah. Elon Musk will figure it out. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. I'm sure he's just thinking in his lab yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, any close, interesting events? Uh, yeah. Uh, I... I was saying the personal thing. I really like playing songs with Joey. Oh yeah, mm. that was fun. It was really fun. Uh, I was not. I'm not as prolific as you. It takes me a long time to do to to do a tiny thing. So, uh, but that, that was fun to be able to do. And then uh, that, and I think that like there are some endangered beavers that are no longer endangered. Oh great! Oh, that good. is great. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yes, that's I, a that's a good that's a good almost like reoccurring like let's see what animals yeah, removed yeah, off yeah. the list. A sure. cousin of the dino count. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who's coming off the list? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, beavers. Yeah. Which, who knew? Yeah. The, hey, who knew? In, endangered, but cool creatures. Probably endangered, like, legit from the 17 and 1800s. Yeah. Uh, of, like, right, the exactly. Yeah. And I think this was, like, specifically in Canada. Okay. Um, the Canadian beavers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now. Who? Beaver hats? People suck. Never cool. People suck. That, that, no one can pull off a beaver hat. Anytime uh, someone's like, people are worse than they've ever been in 2023, be like, yeah, well, in the 1700s, they put beavers on their heads. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they killed. People just shooting they, buffalo they from have... trains, just, just right. knocking, them, <laughs> yeah. knocking them over for nothing. <laughs> I mean, they might have had a, a greater need for, like, warmer... Clothing. No, it was cool. Like they were doing that. that, that yeah, they were shipping it to Europe. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're Paris people. Like oh, hot see, ladies I in see. Paris were wearing beaver hats, mm. looking like clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, you know, kill the raccoons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my close call was uh, this year. I finally decided to go for it and start getting tattoos. Oh uh, yeah, which has been really fun and fulfilling. I've since pretty much college have like ruminated and i think i put too much stress on like what is the perfect tattoo and i just started going for it 
and I'm not going to like sleeve or anything, probably just upper arm, but like, um, it's been really fun. I found a guy I really like in town and we have, you know, cool talks and, uh, you know, one's a Pete and Pete reference. Uh, this new one is great. I've been um, admiring it. Uh, we got an alien with a guitar. We got Twilight Zone portal in the back. Um, so it's been fun. More to come. And, uh. It's, nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice, like, you, if you wait to get tattoos till later, you might not be ashamed of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or as ashamed of them. I feel like I know who I am and going to be. Not totally, but, like, a lot more than when I was in college. It'd be really funny if your life took a turn and you're super embarrassed by, like, this alien playing a guitar. Like, what a fool I was. have to be a serious turn, I yeah. feel like, at this point. Yeah, I think I'm... I think I'm I think it'll be alright with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It'd be funny, though. Um, yeah, so very fun. Yes. Um, the tattoo artist, his name is Ryan Francois. Give him a little shout mm. out. Nice. If you're in the Ohio or Northeast Ohio area, he has his own private studio. Really awesome. Love Great it. guy. Yeah, I mean, these are these are objectively, aesthetically pleasing yeah. images. Yeah. And creative. Yeah. Good yeah. collaboration between your mind and his pen. Um, oh, uh, well, let's do Ferguson, because a lot of people's picks are, like, border between good and Ferguson. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, I feel like the definitive Ferguson is sort of the Russia invasion. Of course. Um, But my other Ferguson is the Nickelodeon NFTs being released this year. Oh, no. I didn't know about Um, this. Yeah. Boy. Uh, To clarify, there's two different types. There's Funko, which is, like, those characters with, like, the black eyes like those oh, figures yeah. yeah they put out some actually kind of cool ones and they're not and they're like reasonably priced like two bucks each or something um but nickelodeon put out like their own official ones that are that were when they were released 50 bucks each and there was a whole scheme to like get you to destroy a couple of them to like create a mashed one so it's like minimal hundred dollars um, for to do that, um, but the worst part of all is that the images are just like they're computer generated, and they're just like random nothings. You know, like a character's torso, and it's got a party hat on that has yeah. nothing to do with anything. It's just like the laziest cash grab ever, and it annoys me. Viacom. It's really stupid. They don't buy Viacom. Is Viacom still a thing? Is that uh, <laughs> the only thing I know about Viacom? Is it used to end Twilight Zone episodes? Mm. Like Viacom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, just like just very annoying, especially from Nickelodeon. Like, come on, guys, like get it together. Put yeah. something cool together. Like, do this a cheap way to like actually like let kids get involved or whatever. But this is just like an expensive. Yes, thing. Well, especially because it seems like they're probably. It's also just bad business because I feel like there are a lot of people who are interested in kind of Nickelodeon nostalgia who yeah. would also be interested in NFT culture. Yeah. And if you do a good job of that, like that could have been a really cool collectible yeah. thing. I agree. I agree. Just a really stupid. It just pissed me off. So. Mm. So that's annoying. That's my Ferg. Uh, Matt Ferguson is just this idea that we, I think, have such fatigue about, you know, COVID, about, like, bad things Mm. happening that it's just so hard to care. Yeah. Like, and, like, I feel like no year is ever going to be as bad as 2020. 
just because like even if something way worse happens it's just like we expect it to happen we like tune out the things i don't know maybe i'm this is just anecdotal but it just seems a lot of people i know are just so and i understand i mean i'm the same way like just so oversaturated with difficult realities that you just find a way to numb yourself against it and it's just going to be hard to come back from that um in a lot of ways i think you can still live your life uh, obviously but it's just i don't know it's just it's just hard to harder for me every year now to like really invest myself in all like the really tough yeah. realities that are that are out there yeah but. i do feel a sort of collective pessimism kind of um f- for good reason uh but but yeah I, I hear what you're saying and i think it's good to do as much as you can to like combat that and it's hard yeah. for sure um yeah i went with uh one i've done almost or a lot of these years, I think, which is uh, shootings in America, mm. uh, just continuing with absolutely no actual like consequential action being taken, despite public sentiment being that this is a overwhelming, overwhelming sentiment that like this this needs regulation and uh, so the supposed party in power that would make that happen has like been pretty inactive on it, so. It's very tiring. It's like mentally draining to your point of like it's it, it, it starts to feel hopeless, but uh I I hate it. It's like the most zapping thing every time there's a shooting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I don't know. There's just such a constant stream of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh it's like the only I feel like the only solution is like separate somehow. Like I mean, do what you can as an individual, whatever, yeah. as much as you can. Yeah. Well, luckily in two years, we'll all be living in the metaverse. <laughs> Great. Oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> um, okay, some of our listener pick. Uh, Mike said the January 6th committee hearings. Richie uh, said uh, Francia Marquez becomes Colombia's first black woman vice president. Cool. Uh, Corey mentioned russia invading uh the ukraine uh kia's clown said he got glasses nice. Nice. um our friends james and vaughn across the sea uh sea here uh, across the ocean bought a house oh, oh wow. heck congratulations yeah. he says we live in it <laughs> <laughs> they bought a house and they live in it yeah that's incredible um slimy's dream says ukraine's defense of its country inspiring a lot of like yeah. very inspiring yeah, stories yeah, out yeah. of ukraine standing up to russia uh, Mike said Roe v. Wade being overturned, sad face. Uh, Clayton said, I don't know about interesting, but the fall of Twitter is something to behold. Um, mm-hmm. yep. uh, Allie Mander said Ferguson's would include deaths of musicians Trevor Strand and Luke Bell. Uh, Vince, uh, as well as several other people, mentioned the funeral of Queen Elizabeth II. Uh Manny said, happy I got to be on the podcast and meet the lovely people of this community. Yeah, Likewise, yeah. Manny. Yeah. Um, Teddy said, the Iran- I- Iranian protests. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Karuna mentioned, our Lord and Savior Roger Federer retires from tennis. <laughs> uh, Kenny said, CM Punk career sabotage at AEW all-out <laughs> media scrum. <laughs> I love it. Yep. 
Uh, Brett Wilson said Andy Warhol's silk screen of Marilyn Monroe sold for $195 million. And Andy Warhol's laughing in his grave. He's la- <laughs> he, yes. He's cursing. He gets it. Probably yeah. He gets it. I mean, Damn it. yeah. Crazy. Uh, Stephanie mentioned that the world population exceeds $8 billion mm. this year. Uh, Ethan mentioned the Golden State Warriors winning the ship. I don't remember that. No. Do you remember that? I thought... I thought the Celtics won, but yeah, yeah. Huh. It's, it's, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. We'll, we'll find out in my, our sports recap. Yeah. Um, Josh said his son Niles turned one. Very cool. Uh, Niles, like the name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that course. is kind of a sweet baby yep. name. It is. Yeah, that is a cool name. Uh, and um, Elise mentioned the new monarch in England. Mm. All stuff that happened this year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have two categories left. We have albums and books. Uh, Chris, where do you want to go? Let's go albums. Okay. Um, I went with our friend Kevin's band, You're Among Friends, Good Enough Sometimes. Appreciate that he put out an album, enjoyed yep. it. Yep. Have probably the only full, al- I think the only full album I've listened to this year, but I appreciate having a full album and being able to listen to that. So, um, Kevin, yeah, nice, freaking free yeah. guest. Yeah, you, you last, know him. You last heard him on Thanksgiving Fest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, you're among friends. Check it out. I haven't listened to the whole album, but I do remember, I think it was maybe the first single or one of the songs that like really, really caught my ear. I thought it was super catchy. Um, so yeah, I got it. Is it on Spotify? Yeah, they're on Spotify. Cool. Yeah, You're Among Friends. Yeah. Uh, my favorite album of the year also is the word good in the title. It's uh, Jake Xerces Fussell, Good and Green Again. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Come fire land, let's be marching First for friends, then for Holland Cannons roar, colors flying All my love, there's no denying Ring farewell to my love farewell Just... One of those, you know, throwback albums for me that's like more of an emotional experience than it is just like a song thing. Like it was tough for me to pick which song to put on my favorite songs of the year because I really like every song on that album. I've really been a big fan of this guy's for a while. Um, I um, saw him in uh, Antwerp this uh, summer and I thought I had this like whole fantasy in my head like, oh, it was the same day I got in um, like I just landed in Brussels and I had to go check into my place in Ghent but I was going to then take the train to Antwerp to make it to the show and like I've talked to him before at shows I'm like I'm going to talk to him and we're going to hang out and bro down and like rollick in the streets of Antwerp <laughs> and instead it was the most stuffy show I've ever been to in my life where it was like 
third floor, the bar was on the second floor, super quiet, everyone was seated, really kind of awkward show, I don't know why I'm talking about this. Um, really well, it sounded great, but and I talked to him after and like, he's like, get the hell out of here, basically. <laughs> With his affect, you know. Uh, and so that, that, that dream was dead, but that's how good the album is, is that that didn't uh-huh. spoil my experience. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't, wasn't a, a fun show. He wasn't particularly warm, although that's not his fault. I mean, I, I just had built up this like idea in my head. Um, but gosh, I, I keep coming back to the album thinking that maybe there's something else that competes with it, but just really, really love every song and like the feeling on that, on that record. Cool. I haven't heard it, but yeah, you know, know. yeah, you've heard yeah. it. <laughs> um, my favorite from that album is in Florida. Oh yeah. That's the song. Yeah. That's like the one song that wouldn't be a contender of, <laughs> for my favorites, but yeah, Fair they're enough. all good. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's really, he's great. Uh, that's a bummer that that happened. Um, but you know, it's not a bummer. It's totally my fault. It's like just an example of the way you like build things up in your head. Yeah. No, I, I don't blame you, it, but no. it is a bummer. Like, you know, just be nice. Uh, so my favorite album <laughs> is by uh, a guy. He's called Paper Cuts. Uh, the album is called Past Life Regression. But Paper Cuts, really great. Uh, He's been around for over a decade. Um, This album is kind of like... It's the one album that I've been able to put on this year over and over again. And, like, I can either get lost in it, as in, like, I'm listening and appreciating. He's a great lyricist. uh, Or I can also put on, and it's, like, great just to have on as I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Um, It's just, yeah, a really interesting album that i've not heard anybody talk about so uh past life regressions paper cuts uh the song you hear here is called the strange boys and i just love it so much so good um close call uh i don't have a close call okay uh my close call is just an album i've is an album that i've um only really listened to in the past few days just kind of reviewing music of 2022 uh wet leg Mm. self-titled album really fun like all the songs are like fun to listen to and they're i think it's like two ladies from the isle of white wicked w-i-g-h-t how do you pronounce that Uh, (laughs) um i'm sure she's like you dumbass um yeah, uh, but really fun album. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just kind of shocked. I, I, I know it's kind of a popular critical pick this year, um, and there's just so many kind of female-fronted indie bands that make albums that I kind of like every year, and it, none of them are like totally different than the last, mm. but it still always kind of gets me in some way. But this one, it feels like especially... There's just so much energy in it, you know, like they're like having fun. Yeah. And that 
yeah, that appealed to me. Let's go. Yeah, very cool. I like it. Uh, my close call, I think I sent it to you earlier in the year, is Roscoe's Dream by Mapache. Um, just a lot of really fun songs on this album. Man and Women, um, Man and Woman, um, uh, Light, Light My Fire, I Love My Dog, um, Diane. Um, really just, it's like, it's a little folky rock, but not like abrasive or anything. Really kind of streamlined. Mapache. Roscoe's Dream. Roscoe's the name of their dog. It's on the cover. And, it, the, and the song I Love My Dog is so good. <laughs> it, is, it is a good, it is a good <laughs> song. I relate to the sentiment. I, I dove into Mapache's back catalog and yep. they've got a cover of um, this like kind of early 70s kind of cosmic country song uh, Lonesome L.A. Cowboy that mm. is just incredible. Oh, good. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. Yeah, they're really, they're yeah, they're just fun. Um, other albums I want to shout out Always Blue Rev is a pretty cool album Alex G God Save the Animals that's my favorite album title here uh, and uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar um, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers a lot of great songs United in Grief Mirror um, that was Quincy's favorite album of the year nice. you like Kendrick? Um, I really I mean sort of okay like I, haven't, I just haven't gotten into him like I might do when I'm driving around yeah. and have a CD in my car for Okay. Yeah, I, I really recommend this new one. Um, I don't think it was like beloved, but uh, other popular picks amongst our listeners, Midnights, um, which I believe is Taylor Swift. That was Richie, Evelyn, Vince, and Elise's pick. Uh, James and Vaughn both picked uh, Planes, I Walked With You a Ways. I, Planes was one of it was, uh, that's on my short list Planes made one of my top 13 songs and they're the ones that did the collaboration with Wex. well that's that's what Planes is oh okay yeah. okay okay yeah. Yeah, I've heard some of it but I I'm, I was unclear about like who is who oh yeah listen to Abilene what, okay. a, what a tune okay so just a couple picks uh, Ferguson's uh, I don't have Ferguson uh, my Ferguson album is the new Casper Combs album and it's not, again, not bad. It's like just a continuation of regression. Sure. Um, and it just, I don't know, it's just that thing like when you really like a band and they mm. keep making albums um, that are pretty okay, that it just happens to everyone. They just get worse and worse and worse and worse. It's so hard to not do that. Right. And so I don't fault him for it, but maybe I'm missing something, but. It's just, no. uh, that's a, it's, it's just a, you know, it's just like a natural progression. If you're like a super fan of someone that you tend to like their earlier stuff and yeah. they have a peak. And then if they keep making music without really fundamentally shifting something, it just tends to, you know, yeah. get worse. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't even know the name of the album. I did listen to it, but, uh, it was Jack White's album. Similar, similar problem. Yes. Yeah. Like, it doesn't sound like anything anymore. It just sounds like Jack White covering Jack White. It's right. like this, like nothingness. Um, I heard him on Conan, and Conan was raving about him. Like, all right, let me check out this album. Talk show hosts always love Jack White. Yeah, Colbert. And, and, well, and they have a connection, but like, yeah. I, I not only like didn't I like it, but I thought it was bad. Like, it was like Jack White almost tapping into pop rock, and it just felt not right. 
Um, and I think Jack White covering Jack White is a good phrase. Yeah. And I think that does happen to a lot of people. Like yeah. They just end up covering what they think. Yeah. That it loses the like. magic. He needs Meg back. Oh, no doubt about <laughs> it. That just goes without saying. Yeah. Anything else about albums this year? Um, top selling album. We've mentioned Midnight's. it. Yep. Taylor Swift. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that I, that one felt safe. Um, all right, let's finish up with books. Yep. Before we get to our sports recap and BOC um, recap. Yeah, yeah. I once again have not read any 2022 books. I'm always behind. You wrote one. Yes, I wrote <laughs> one, but I, I, the book that like I was following this year that like I was continually reading was Skeleton Crew, mm. Stephen King. Yeah. Um, short stories. Uh, just, I don't know, I just kind of got into that one in particular. Like, And, you know, I've read some more recent Stephen King. I feel like... There's something about his shorter stuff that I really like, like where he is kind of like restricted in some way. Like I, I like that. I feel like he needs some sort of restriction to not go off on a tangent kind of. Anyway, very good book. There's some stories in here that I think are like, that could be a creep show uh, story, like as good as that. Um, so anyway, enjoyed that. Enjoyed like getting into short stories again this year. Um, just thinking in a different way i have not read a single 2022 book this year i did receive a book for christmas that i'm interested in reading which is the bob dylan's philosophy of modern song cool mm. and i read the first you know it's it's like short little vignettes about like he, he picks like 50 songs you know and it, i think i don't know 50 or something uh and he talks about you know what the song's about then like why the song is significant in, in some way. And the first one is uh, Bobby Bear's Detroit City. I read that because it's one of my favorite old-timey songs. I really love that song. So I thought it was cool that he included that. Some It seems more like a coffee table book than, necess- mm-hmm. than like something that's going to really uh, get my gears grinding or something. But it's as close as I can get. Sure. Uh, but also, I, I've... Uh, I know that we've got two 2022 authors of many things uh, here, so uh, gotta shout that out as well. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I only finished one book in 2022, and that was called "The 90s" by Chuck Klosterman. Mm. It was good. Um, it's like a little. It's not. I wasn't enraptured, but it was like just super enjoyable. Like he's got a great writing style. He yeah. makes great little connections between things you wouldn't have thought of before um yeah if you're interested in a book on the 90s it's pretty good it's got like a translucent phone 90s looking phone on the cover Hmm. um any close calls uh yeah my close call uh chris i think brought this up um at some point i can't remember when we were talking about this but neil stevenson quicksilver oh you read that yep hell yeah this year um boy it was tough uh, very dense. I'm positive that like 50% of all historical references and whatever were going over my head. But, um, yeah, I liked it. Um, my only, my biggest complaint about it is that when I went to figure out what's next beyond that, it turns out it's like, it was originally written as one book and then released as eight separate books and then released again as like three books. So it's just a whole complicated mess. So that's kind of annoying. But but it's uh, continued. I, I haven't finished the second one, but it's pretty continuous. Okay. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I mean, very, very dense. Like I liked it. It was a, it was a good for me, I think reading experience and like tough. Um, but yeah, it was good. It's like this guy towards the beginning of, I feel like modern science in a way, like very beginning of that, like, and exploring these natural ideas and him getting into that and like dealing with famous figures from like late 1600s to 1700s London, I guess. Um, but like very like real like philosopher type figures and uh, other science like minded Newton, people. Isaac Newton, Gottfried yeah, yeah. Leibniz, Ben Franklin. Yeah, it's very complicated, but yeah. uh, it's, but it's a it's a rewarding read. But it's cool to me because it's like inventing a character to kind of be a through line yes. for like all these crazy things that are happening in that Enlightenment period where science is totally fundamentally changing, and like we have this kind of whitewashed narrative of it that we like learn about in school but like how weird these dudes were like how kind of extreme they were um you know there's cool female characters too eliza's a cool character yeah yeah close call nope nope okay uh well there's two other books that came out this year that i'm like in the process of reading that i'm both enjoying uh the deaths of adam jones is one for sure like um I, i texted you and i was telling you like I just, I, it's probably my favorite of the three. Yeah. I haven't finished. Yeah. So it could really take a dip. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. But, um, that's Andrew's book. Uh, if you have, you know, we've talked about it, it's available out there. Um, but it is really good. Probably maybe a little confusing if you haven't read the first two, but sure. so buy all three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, and then the one, uh, the other one I'm working on right now, uh, is a book about Abraham Lincoln. It's called then there was light. Uh, by John Meacham, who's like one of three kind of like American history go-to guys um, out there. Um, And it's, uh, I've read a lot on Lincoln and this one is better. Like it's, it's doing the thing I've always wanted, which is it's pooling uh, primary sources of people who knew Lincoln in real life and like weaving the story through a lot of their stories about him. Um, which is like always kind of what I wanted of like, well, what did people who actually interacted with him think about him and not like you? Uh, so, um, it's cool. It's, it's a little daunting, but, uh, working on it. Interesting. Cool. Ferguson's, uh, no Ferguson book this year for me. Yeah. Me either. My only Ferguson is that I haven't read the deaths of Adam Jones. Oh, thanks. I don't know if you have to thank me. Thanks for, for, for lamenting your, yeah, that you're missing. Yeah, for my it. lament. Yeah. No, I, I'll, I'm going to read it. Um, uh, uh, books uh, our listeners like. Kaz Clown said, uh, came out in 21, but the Mel Brooks autobiography. Mm. Uh, Evelyn mentioned Fairy Tale by Stephen King. Um, Clayton Ducks by Kate Beaton. Jordan mentioned The Passenger by Cormac McCarthy. Manny liked A Movie Making Nerd by James Rolfe. Teddy liked Electra by Jennifer Saint. Uh, NFL Super Pro liked Pipeline Populism by Kai Bosworth. Karuna liked I'm Glad My Mom Died. Um, <laughs> Brody liked uh, Friday, the first day of Christmas. Keith liked The Creative Game by Hideo Kojima. Uh, Tim liked Sundial by uh, Katarina Ward. Kyle liked Sea of Tranquility, and Marley liked The Legend of Cora Patterns in Time. 
like all these books yeah. that I don't know of, but you know, I like people are reading out there. Our listeners have oh. notoriously good taste. <laughs> um, are you ready for your sports recap? Uh, best selling. Oh, bo- I'm sorry. Best selling book for this year. Taylor Swift's Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the novelization. <laughs> the novelization. <laughs> yes. Uh, no idea. Uh, something called "It Ends with Us" by Colleen Hoover. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I'll believe you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're gonna have to believe me on the sports mm. recap. Nice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Cavaliers defeated. Yeah, you got it. Uh, in uh, baseball, the World Series, the Houston Astros defeat the uh, Philadelphia Phillies to win the World Series. More like the Houston Asterisks. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Uh, in the NFL, the uh, Rams defeat the Cincinnati Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Uh, in the NHL, the Avalanche uh, win over the Lightning to win the Stanley Cup. And in the NBA Finals, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers over everyone. Yep, that's how it happened. <laughs> or if you're to believe Ethan, the Warriors defeated the Celtics. But, you know. What about the World Cup? Uh, and the World Cup was won by Argentina. In dramatic fashion. Did you watch that game? I did. That was, was the only game I watched, and it was incredible. It, yes. Uh, Argentina versus France. Argentina was, like, pounding France. It felt pretty hopeless at half. Yeah. And uh, France made a valiant. Mbappe, you know, they made a valiant effort to come back. And, like, two, uh, like, yeah, score those two goals in, like, a two-minute span. It was insane. Like a minute and a half yes. or something. Um, it was a great World Cup. Morocco became the first uh, African nation to ever make it to the semifinals. You know, despite the uh, horrific circumstances in which the World Cup was created in Qatar. Um, okay. Are you guys ready to talk a little big orange couch? Sure. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you want to start? Like, what do you? What kind of stats you want to know? Where do you want to start? Oh, you want to talk about some of your favorite uh, episodes or moments? Sure, what do you sure. Do? Okay. Um, I mean, I, I think for me, maybe the episode of the year personally was um, the man who would be Ugg hmm. in celebration of uh, of Kurt Bailey sure. um, just just a great I, I don't know I had a great time revisiting the episode but also just like celebrating uh, Kurt Bailey broadly and uh, yeah it's a good time yeah um, yeah a couple ones I picked out well this year I like that we prioritize getting to some episodes that yeah, I think yeah. we wanted to get to, in particular, um, the charity, oh, my yeah. brother and me, uh, oh. Doug's Garage Band, yeah. was really fun. Yeah. Cheese, oh. Cheeseburgers in Paradise. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Doll Maker was so much fun <laughs> yeah. with Seamus and Candace. <laughs> um, that that's that's <laughs> that's a, my favorite. Of the year. Yeah, that's no that. Uh, but I have to say, Chris, and it's not just because you're here, the headless cabbie conversation mm. uh, was a delight. I, I, in fact. Um, the headless cabbie episode in my opinion and you know i have to listen to it a lot because of editing is the most like a conversation i think we would have if we were not Mm. on a microphone Mm. it felt like the most like how we actually talk to each other um uh and it was fun because usually i'm not in the position of defending (laughs) right right, right. i'm always that's that's what i like about that one yeah yeah um so it was it felt very disorienting yeah yeah. um but really fun um i also want to shout out uh, favorite objects with Mm, um and scenes are you afraid of the dark scenes both with vaughn that's Um, my number two yeah 
loved Which them. one? Objects? The, the scenes. Scenes, yeah. Um, she came up with the objects idea, and that turned yeah, out to be it. so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, those are a couple episodes that stand out to me. Yeah, um, just one more that I wanted to mention, Snick Tape. I love, oh. I, I just love uh, putting those together. It's a fun activity. Yeah, I botched um, it, but yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I thought it was good. I know you're beating yourself up over it, but no. I mean, I think it was good. Okay. It was good. Well, Manny uh, emailed us his favorite uh, 10 episodes. Nice. Oh. Uh, number 10 versus Grab Bag. Awesome. Absolutely love the competitive nature and passion you both have for your <laughs> respective topics. I have a lot of respect for the judges. I'm sure it's hard to pick between two great debaters. Number nine, The Tale of the Renegade Virus. Another mm. classic oh, we yes. got to. <laughs> yeah, love it. Uh, such a hilarious one, and I'm connected to this one as in one of the most freakiest feeling episodes since I watched the series for the first time this year. Uh, number eight, favorite Treehouse of Horrors. Enough mm. said. I love The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number seven, write an episode crossover. Andrew, I love the 15 crossover. It felt like a legit episode. Any 15 <laughs> yep. is greatly appreciated. Um, I think you've done two 15, and yeah. they, they've both been out of this world. Oh, um, like, accurate. <laughs> like, they, you would have been good on that staff. <laughs> I, t- I, take, I take back my reboot comment. Let's reboot 15. <laughs> Andrew Headwriter. Yeah. yeah. Get, get uh, Ryan Reynolds back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, six year end uh, year in review 2003. Shout out to Andrew. I love Trigun. Oh yes. Uh, five. My brother and me. The charity. As far as episode breakdowns go, I really enjoyed this one. Although I had never saw this show, you guys made me yearn uh, to find it and watch it. Uh, four favorite. Are you afraid of the dark objects? Again, watching this series for the first time this year, it was great to actually hear you and Vaughn break down all the objects didn't realize how many there was my favorite is the dream machine not the episode mm. the object uh, maybe that's yeah. my number two it goes back that's two and three yeah uh, okay yeah okay those are both great uh number two probably i know i named a couple episodes this is one of my favorites of the year mm. uh write an episode spinoff oh yeah um <laughs> Andrew, you had the great Sardo spinoff. Uh, Quincy, Quincy's um, Hey Arnold, Gerald yeah. spinoff was uh, yeah, legit. Yeah, very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and Manny said, uh, I love the Wienerville story, Joey. I still oh, yeah. I still listen to it throughout the year, and I still want to know more. <laughs> what, what was the theme song? The theme song is a song called um, Wander by Kevin Morby. Um, yeah, that was my cool favorite, uh, my favorite like surprise of the year, I think. That was hearing the Wienerville like <laughs> idea play out. Uh, really like that. Wienerville through the lens of True Detective. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Uh, and his number one, Headless Cabbie. Oh. Wow. Hands down my favorite. Wow. Uh, you all had me rolling with the disagreements, <laughs> the arguing, Chris's Eminem intro, cat, oh, cat dog hate, uh, the turning your friend into a mouse scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, that's a crowd pleaser. Uh, yeah, he said it was great. Can't wait to hear what you guys have planned for 2023. All the best, your pal, Manny. Wow, really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks, Manny. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get to some numbers. Yeah, let's crunch, love let's crunch some numbers here. So our most listened to episodes this year, uh, no real surprise, um, our most listened to episode was 1999. Wow. With you, Chris. Um, our year in reviews are just the most popular. 2002 was our number two, and 2000 was our number three. Wow. As far as actual Nickelodeon uh, <laughs> episodes go, not close, uh, not far behind was uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark Favorite Objects. Mm. Yeah. Uh, also, Weirdest Nick episodes was also very oh, close. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, our least listened to episode, and I I gave a mandatory had to be at least two months mm, past, uh, would be Hey Dude Ghost Stories. With, wow. Uh, 
Hey Dude never ranks well. <laughs> yeah, it's a real shame because it's, I mean, like, it, though even the episodes aren't necessarily, I do think that they could be a little boring, it lends itself well to talking about it. Oh, for yeah, sure. I think so. yeah. And you always have good guests on Hey Dude, you know, yeah. from the, the Rolf Trilogy yeah. oh, to yeah. the Rolf Trilogy. Yeah, I remember the Rolf Trilogy. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think maybe the problem with Hey Dude is like, the episodes don't stick with people oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. some of this other stuff. So, yeah. like, what, if we're talking about it, it's probably the first time or, you know, whatever. So. But, uh, yeah. Okay, ratings. Interesting year. Now, this, I think, really reflects the fact that we picked a lot of episodes we wanted mm. to talk about. Um, you, Chris, you've genuinely been pretty good at guessing what our averages for Krebstars have mm. been. Um, so, there's Andrew, me, and guest average out of five. Oh, God. Okay. Oh god! Yeah, I was. I normally know that I'm gonna think about it though. Now I'm, I had, didn't know that I was gonna think about it. Okay, let's say I'm gonna say that the guests might be lower than you two. Mm. Um, could be wrong. I'm gonna say Joey, um, three point six nine. Andrew, three point. 5.8. Guess... Uh, I'm, I'm going to blow it this time. Uh, guess uh, 3.4. You nailed the guests. 3.4, <laughs> exactly. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hey. yeah. That's good. Uh, we, we rated 13 episodes this year uh, of Nickelodeon. Um, 3.4 for the guests, but you and I is rate... There's a huge disparity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I felt... I can feel it already. Disparity yeah. between us and the guests. Um, Andrew, your average rating was 4.3 this year. 4.3? <laughs> it seems you almost impossible. But <laughs> um, you, you gave five episodes a perfect score this year. Ooh. The Charity, uh, Doug's Garage Band, Renegade Virus, Dollmaker, and Two Heads Are Better Than None. I still love it. Yeah, uh, and I'm not, and I'm not far behind. I had a 4.2. Wow, Give you guys too much credit. I would have guessed uh, below four for you. Charity, uh, Doug's Garage Band, Renegade, and uh, Dollmaker. Yeah. Uh, two episodes this year had straight fives. Uh, the Charity, My Brother and Me, mm. and Doug's Garage Band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> my lowest score this year went to um, Thanksgiving Fest, which was mm. a 1.5. Sure. Wow, 1.5. And that was. Um, the lowest score between us. Uh, the lowest score all year was Kevin on Thanksgiving Fest with a one. <laughs> um, guests gave a perfect score to Charity, Doug's Garage Band, The Tale of the Dollmaker, and Two Heads Are Better Than None. Mm. Ah, nice. <laughs> that was Max, yeah. 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 Uh, so, interesting. I think it's the farthest we've ever been apart. And that, we we mentioned it a couple times that it kept happening. On, like, Renegade Virus, we were so excited. And Melissa's yeah. like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah. Cheeseburgers in Paradise, we were so excited. And uh, Ke- or, um, Brett was like, slew your short sucks. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, I think yeah. that probably accounts for it. Yeah. Uh, something else I want to mention on Spotify, I've posted this, and I'll repost it after this episode, but I officially made a, a, a couple, a lot of people throughout the years have asked like about songs mm. that end our episodes, outros. Oh. Uh, and I officially finally made a Spotify playlist of nice. almost every song that has ended an episode, if it's available on Spotify. Um, I'll repost that, but it's actually a pretty good playlist. <laughs> I like took a long time to put together, and then one day I just like hit shuffle on it, I was like, this bang. <laughs> I mean, I know I picked the songs that end the episodes, but... Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see. Guests this year. 
Any Andrew, you want to take a guess at who is our most frequent? Most we actually have three people. We have three tied? people tied with wow. three guest appearances this year. Um, <sighs> Melissa, maybe. Melissa was on three times. Um, Kevin. Nope. <sighs> Kevin was on twice. Chris. Chris was on three times. Um, uh, four now. So I guess Chris. Ah, wins. yeah. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was close. And that's on top of the fact that we got an email this year saying, where is Chris? <laughs> Have you heard about this? No. I, we didn't read it on the show, um, but there was someone like urgently being like, you guys need to get Chris back on the show. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I feel like I was I was due. I feel like I've received yeah. some, some negative feedback. <laughs> no, you get good ones, but I enjoy sending you the negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. I do the same for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Lyndon oh, was wow. on three times. Wow. Yeah. Um, nice. yeah. Uh, our friend Brett in real life, Brett, uh, was on twice. Vaughn was on twice. Kevin was on twice. Max was on twice. Manny was on twice. Wow. Uh, we also had Bup, re- uh, come back. Bob, Brett Wilson, Candace, Justin, and Logan all came back this year. Our first time guests for this year. Uh, Seamus on Dollmaker. Uh, yeah. Bring him back. I want him to be on the top of the list next year. <laughs> Heck yes. Yeah. yeah. He he finished Are You Afraid of the I think he finished Are You Afraid of the Dark, so uh, you know, oh. we need like a Seamus's favorite. Yes. Just Seamus. Yeah. yeah. Just let him talk. Yeah. Um, we had Clayton on for the first time in 2002. Super yeah. cool guy oh, yeah. uh, and so accomplished. I mean, he might be like one of the most notable guests we've ever had on and I don't think we knew it at the time yeah. which is like he's this like decorated comic graphic word artist yeah, yeah. I love it um, I, you know I, I also just want to note I feel like he's trying to downplay it but I love a good handwriting like, oh my gosh somebody that can really do letters nice like it's, I really love it because yeah, I've yeah. been so horrible handwriting in my yeah. life but. yeah uh, Clay uh, uh, Jordan was on for the first time for 2003. Nice. Uh, and our friend Quincy was on our favorite Friends yeah. uh, friendship <laughs> episode. Yeah, um, Took this long to get Quincy out. I feel like Quincy's been on, on board for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it was good to have him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, name the episode. All right, folks. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> Andrew, this was your year. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you took home uh, six... Uh, name the episode wow. titles this year. That includes Ugside Down, Dunks, and, Dugs, Dunks and Punks on the 15th episode, uh, Doug Thinks Big, um, Surf and Turf, which I think is your masterpiece mm. on um, Cheeseburgers in Paradise. Um, oh, you know what? This is also very good. On Two Heads Are Better Than None, The Long Good Night, really good. And then Typing in the Dark for The Tale of the Dream Machine. Uh, those are your victories. I had I had four. Uh, with the tale of virtual insanity, better off Ted, the tale of the dollhouse, but it's what it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the, I, uh, the last episode, New Year's Pete, I got it with mm. turning over a new Pete. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, better off Ted's good. great. I think that's yeah, that is very good. Thank you, uh, Chris. You had one oh, uh, name an episode victory this year with should have been Monkey Cat. Wow. <laughs> Something I'm fairly yes. sure you made up on the spot. It's kind of how it usually goes. Uh, Kevin had a win with a Walmart brand Thanksgiving. I like that. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. And Logan had a win on uh, the tale of the bookish babysitter, which was Ricky's Wild Night. The uh, tale of Ricky's Wild Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is very fun. Um, 
So, I don't have an accumulative uh, name in episode, but uh, congratulations, Andrew. Oh, thank you. you. Had a good year. Thank you. I think there should be a trophy. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> Uh, we did two verses episodes this year. Uh, we did a grab bag for the first time, which I think yeah. we should do again. Yes. We had five that was great. Five different random topics, okay. and then we just argued whatever the topic yeah. was. It ended up being a tie. Uh, and then we also did uh, Andrew versus Logan on Booker's Fabe Sitter mm-hmm. versus Dream Machine, uh, which uh, Logan took home the win on that. Sure. So at the end of the year, Logan's 1-0. Uh, I am. I have 11 wins, four losses, two ties. And Andrew, at the end of the year, has five wins, 11 losses, two times. Jeez. Uh, these were verses? Yeah. 11? No, or for career. The, the oh, career. Oh, I see, I see. No, this, yeah, year yeah, you sure. went, this year you went one and one. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I live with that. Yeah. <laughs> Turn, yeah. Um, and I think that's it. Is there anything else you guys want to know about uh, the year? Gosh. 2022. Quick year. Yeah. My... As I, I like to ask, uh, who's your least favorite guest? Yeah, uh, let me look. <laughs> I have no one to call out. No, it was a great year. You know I mean, can't. I literally could. Wait, so you have one, you're just not willing to say No, <laughs> but like that's such a mean thing to do. I know, I'm just trying to make you <laughs> okay. uncomfortable. Uh, Chris, probably least yes. favorite. Yeah, just um, say it. 15. <laughs> you seemed grumpy on 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a chore with Chris. There, yeah. there are some times where I'm like, did I make Chris upset? <laughs> but I think it's the length of the episodes. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Which I also, especially when it's remote, I really feel. Delightful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it goes, especially on um, the year in reviews, yeah. Um, Sometimes toward the end, toward that last half hour, I'm really like flagging and yeah. starting to get irritable. This this year in review would have been a short one if without the big orange couch, it would have been under two hours. Wow, Woo! we were scorching. Yeah, that's that's good time. <laughs> I, it, yeah, yeah, it felt like a good pace. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah great year. Let's you just uh, let's recap real fast. Yeah, yeah. So we did less episodes this year than we've ever done, and that's fine. sure. I fewer. Think, I, I fewer. <laughs> thank you. A fewer, but. Um, I think the selection was better. I think mm. what we yeah. did was um, more precise. Yeah, All killer, I, no filler. I it. also <laughs> personally felt more um, energized in each episode. Yeah. Uh, like it was, you know, sometimes like when they're really close together, I'm really dogging it. Oh, I don't know how we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It well, seems I mean, insane. Anymore. You're coming up on a decade of doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, no. You're well, what are we at? We're at year four. Oh. Or you're five. You're five. Still, that seems like a long time. Round right? enough. Yeah. yeah, that's a decade. <laughs> you saying should we close up shop next year? No, uh, just <laughs> slowly transition <laughs> this. Oh, I, I meant to say for my uh, my Ferguson podcast, any Cleveland Cavaliers podcast is always mm. the Ferguson podcast. But fear the fro, except fear the fro, yeah, it's yeah, coming around. That's pretty good. But but yeah, maybe transition <laughs> yeah. this into a Cleveland Cavaliers. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get Andrew into the into the Cavs, me just talking and Andrew nodding. Uh, this year we talked favorite third seasons. Mm. Not oh, sure yeah. we're going to be able to do a favorite oh. fourth. Yeah, it's just not that very many. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did uh, write an episode spinoff. Uh, that was so much fun. Yeah. We had the friendship episode, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Favorite Objects versus Grab Bag, uh, the man who would be UGG to commemorate yeah, the man himself. Uh, we had Year in Review 1999 with Chris, which was a bunch of fun. Uh, the charity, uh, Doug's Garage uh-huh. Band, 
2000, Weirdest Episodes, which was a lot of fun, <laughs> Renegade Virus, uh, right an episode crossover. You did um, you did the 15. Mm, yeah. uh, Manny did Hey, Are You Afraid of the Dark Dude? Uh, and I did uh, the Shelby Woo Alex Mack, Alex Mack crossover. Uh, we had 2001, Donkey Lips and Sponge Way In. Favorite Hey Arnold episodes. That was a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very good. That was really cool. Uh, we had 2002, Ghost Stories, Dollmaker, Favorite Treehouse of Horrors, Two Heads Are Better Than None, Bookish Babysitter vs. Dream Machine, uh, Make a Snick Tape, um, Headless Cabbie, Favorite Are You Afraid of the Dark Scenes, um, 2003, Nick's Thanksgiving Fest, and New Year's Pete. Mm. Heck yeah. of a year. Yeah, really good year. Um, man, Thanksgiving Fest might have been the low. <laughs> oh, like maybe the low for the podcast. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> also, like, you know, I was excited to do Wiener's, uh, the Wienerville Hanukkah special. Splat Attack did it. And in retrospect, I feel very thankful oh, yeah. to have gotten back to Pete and P because it felt like yeah, yeah. that's just too, a year, a year that and a half crazy. is way too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Expect um, some coming more, or more, yeah. more coming. Yeah. And that really did feel such a good, like, sort of downer, but upper end to the year. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a good feeling to it. All right, well, 2022 BOC and in, in the year in review wrapped up, uh, but we got more stuff coming this new year. Despite what Chris might want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. <laughs> what are we talking about next in uh, New Year? Uh, next time we're going to talk our top dramatic episodes. Ooh, the drama. Yeah. It feels uh, good. I think there's some out there that it can't maybe you're unexpected. No, I was going to yeah, say. I know. I was yeah. thinking that. Do, yeah, we make a, do we make a rule right now? No 15? No. Well, if you've got yeah, some one. top 15 episode that you happen to know is okay. like all over right. the top, fine. It just feels like they're all so equally uh, yeah, agree, dramatic. Agree. <laughs> so you have to pick one. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I like that's it fair. as a challenge. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and, you know, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's certainly dramatic Nick episodes to pick from, but I think some will yeah. have to be a little bit of a blend. I, I don't know what mine are going to be at all, but I already feel that pull mm. like i know there are certain episodes out there that like i've thought of as being T- maybe even overly dramatic yeah. but whatever touched you yeah yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. um one thing i do want to mention and i don't want to overload everybody but <laughs> i'll have a space junk short story out today probably um i guess or tomorrow okay um just a I, it's kind of a prequel, but I just wanted it to be like, to serve as a way to like a short, cheap way to like, uh, dip your toes in, but also Ah, has some stuff, also has some stuff in it that like, I think will be, uh, satisfying for people who have already read one or multiple books. I think it'll like expand the story a little. So, um, anyway, that's out there. Okay. Probably right now. How, How does one find that? Uh, it's on Amazon. Uh, if you look up Space Junk... Short stories. Uh, it'll be... It, it's just one short story. It's okay. just like a 40-page oh, okay. short that like wraps around the whole story in a way. Oh. Um, it, but yeah, Space Junk, look it up uh, on Amazon. Um, it'll be there uh, today, hopefully. Awesome. Oh, it's called Space Junk Beginning No End. Oh, cool. Love it. Um, Chris, anything to plug? Nope. Uh... You got that uh, that that piece that got published? Can yeah. Pe- can people actually read it or not? 
I mean, no one's gonna read. I got a couple Prester John things that uh, are gonna be parts of book collections that no one will ever read. Look, I like this Prester John. Yeah, yeah just Wikipedia Prester John. Okay. Yeah, that's that, that's my plug. Cool, cool, cool figure. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, well, we appreciate everybody. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter. Maybe not much longer. I'm getting tired of it. You think anybody would care? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, at BOC uh, Podcast. We're oh, on Shadow Band. Instagram. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, you know. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com like Manny did. Uh, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify. Thank you to everyone who listened this year. Uh, we're, yeah. we're closing in on half a million listens. And uh, that's insane. Yeah, that's, that's, insane. Insane. Yeah. that's insane. Our first episode of like opening credits, I was like, "All right, well, like our parents will listen to this." Yeah, maybe it'll <laughs> last for a couple weeks and we'll fall off. Yeah, and uh, Andrew, it's been great doing the year with yeah, you. Yeah, it, it really has been a great time. Five yeah. years, Jeez. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, Chris, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Broke down in the middle of nowhere. We got you. Seriously. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's that it's that big orange couch episode that you know gave me the grit to persevere. At, you're at the auto shop. You're like, do you understand? <laughs> They're approaching half a million listens. Yeah. Well, um, good year. We hope we'll see all you Taylor Swift fans next year. Today is episode two, n- number 294. No, it's, can't be. <laughs> <laughs>